everybody. Are we ready for a round table? This screen of all of us here. I right? know. I'm just gonna. Oh my god, it's so many. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, crazy. Wait, I haven't, oh, I haven't tweeted the Hold screen. Hold on, can yet. we do the Brady Bunch thing? Yeah, yeah, we got We're we the have Brady to. Bunch. There's a story. Look down. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Lovely lady. Lovely lady with three very lovely girls. I haven't done a tweet yet because I wanted to have everybody on the screen. So can we wave so that I can tweet? Yeah, this is magical. Yay, thank you. This is crazy cool. I finally get to be sandwiched. Oh my god, the captions are on my Elspeth, face. Which has been a dream for several years. Fuck. Yeah, so that was the other thing. We are using closed captioning for this, and hopefully, if I've done it right, it should be captioning everyone and not just my microphone. Perfect. So it's covering up Dan's hey. face for me. Oh, it's covering Ooh, up my face. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, it's cool because um, I would like really, my face really covered. Yeah, I'm, I'm pro this. I don't know how to change that. Use three syllable words and we'll never see Zeke's face the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can close the closed captioning if you'd yeah, like. I don't move it out to the That depends if you guys want to read oh, words yeah. or see faces. And yeah, what, read what's words, important to you? You can put that in the right where the logo is, like just right there in the top center. Or can you move captioning? You should oh, be able to move. Uh, this is the captioning this is through. One. This yeah. is through Twitch officially. Oh, yeah, so it's pretty good though. It's, it's actually very good. Yeah, that's, it's actually yeah. that's ones I've why seen. I'm. That's Lake why I'm Shigagagag, using it. Yep. Man Shigagagag, Chabana Gungamog. That was Horse my real game. name, Blake Shigagagag. That's not <laughs> <laughs> that the first question answered. Yep. Did that? Did that? Did that work? And then okay. It so I'm you gonna. I'm gonna pass this <laughs> over to John. John, do you want to like say hi to everyone and introduce? I just have to do the tweet and then I'll be right back with you guys. But I didn't tweet oh, yeah. so I wanted all of our faces. <laughs> hey, look, so, yeah. you're narrating. The GM reigns. Yeah. You should yeah. never yeah. hand this over to me. I'm gonna turn this into a Rocket League stream so fast. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's up, homies? Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is crazy. This is very overwhelming to see us all here. Uh, we are the show is the show is over. Um, the show is done. Um, but but it was uh, it was way to start uh, on a bright note. Um, <laughs> I'm just making it very clear, you know. Maybe someone it doesn't know, you know, they they didn't they haven't caught up. Uh, but it it was great. I mean, it was just really fucking magical with a lot of really great people. And this is, I mean, you. What's really cool is you get to see every single person who had a part in it uh, on screen. And what? Except what, what, Peachy. What, Except, Peachy yeah. Except Peachy. Yeah. Classic. Which, goddamn, Peachy literally cover up the Gone logo, get in here. Like, yeah. <laughs> such a huge part of, of this show. Peachy, Peachy and I are actually, we're going to actually talk about the music because a lot of crazy hidden stuff is in the music. So we're going to have awesome. another round table with just Peachy and I at some point. Oh but, my God. Yeah, we figured we would do that. Also, volume two, I see somebody says we need that volume two music release. It happened. It's on Spotify. Uh, should be dropping everywhere else as well. So um, I have the link here for you, which I'll drop in the chat, oh, but you can also just search yeah. um, Gone Soundtrack Peachy Pixelate or Gone Soundtrack Table Story and it'll come up. So yeah, that's it's and it's so good. Wait, can we get so DMCA'd for using it? Nope, you're welcome to use it. Hell also, yes. Also, um, the for, for the streamers, <laughs> like I've I do already have someone that asked for the DMV chime sound for like a sub <gasps> alert or a follow alert. So if you guys want any sounds from Gone, just let me know. You're welcome to have Aww. them, including the bad boob like clip remix. 
that yes. I do. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> bad boo. Fantastic. So good. Oh god. So that's forever now. A little bit Ugh. of housekeeping for you guys in chat. I know you guys have a bunch of questions here. So um, if you can do at table story with your question, I have a bunch that were posted in the discord that we're going to start with. Um, but you can go ahead and start asking the questions now and then we'll collect them and we're going to try to get to every question. Um, but we're not There's going no to. There's no way we're yeah. getting to every question. Yeah, we're going to try our best to, to hit <laughs> we'll the, the major questions. But um, so, yeah, thank you for being here and thank you for asking questions. So let me go ahead and start with. Um, I can't answer that one. Oh, also, any questions that are mostly directed Perfect. at me, I might be setting those aside and saving them for, you know, the Peachy and I roundtable. I'd really like to focus on the cast here today if we can. Um, okay. Here's a good one. Um, how satisfied are you all with your characters and how they turned out in the end? Not as a player, but as a viewer looking in on your character. Did you did they end up where you hoped they would? Or did they end up going down a path you wish you hadn't? Whoa. Yeah. I'll start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, going down a path, they wish that, yes. <laughs> I wish I hadn't gone down that path because I ended up being the only one down that path. I know. <laughs> so thanks to Pantload, guys. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, uh, we got lots wise. of episodes left because everybody's going to do the can and go to the thing. And it's like, I'll start. Okay, I'll be the first one. Wait a minute. I'm the only one. Rolled perfectly. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, it as well. was not like, intentional. I was like, he... I, I kept in character questioning, like, if Maury was there or if we were going to see him again and stuff, because I was like, did he just die for nothing? <laughs> <laughs> we just let him off a mountain and just, like, took him around the back of the shed and lowered a shotgun to the God! And he was perfectly healthy and <laughs> everyone was having a good time at the Gone concert, and then Zeke <laughs> jumped to do a little bit of crowd surfing, and everyone's just splitting them flat. <laughs> yeah, and then later everybody's like, well, Zeke, uh, I, I will say, crowd surfing. Oh, all right. I will say that I did get an episode that was kind of focused, like, centrally on me, which was, mm. which was cool. Like, and if anyone needed a redemption arc, a little bit, yeah. Oof. As well. I, honestly, you had kind of two. Got I mean, two. Yeah. I, that that journey was wasn't that two or th two or three episodes. Two episodes. Well, it was the dust fail one that was like all around the world that you. Oh had. shit! Yeah. You had yeah. That's that's. We I was thinking the, the mountain is yours, but yeah, and then no, the mountains. Right. Like both yeah. of those were were great for really showing yeah. a different side of Mori. Yeah. Mori was oh, yeah. so detailed. So I'm not like oh. yeah disappointed about like the thing I got. It was just kind of funny. Okay, I'm I laughed. Whole plan, like, Zeke, that's, I was like, unfucking believable that Zeke can't be here because we like, yeah, I was like, really? <laughs> I'm right there with you. But that's I what also, happens with tabletop. Yeah, I also think right. that the mountain was really good at illustrating kind of like what one of the themes we were aiming for with the show. So without it, it wouldn't quite be the same, I don't think. I agree. And we were literally planning on going to everyone's world. I mean, that was the plan. Mm -hmm. This whole, I mean, if we got to blame one person, we got to, it's got to be Elspeth, right? Like for yeah. finding <gasps> this, for like, Truly. she unlocked it. 
Truly, Martin. I mean that that uh, I apologize for that. Uh, no, so, so sorry, Maury. Because um, I was like, wow, this really didn't go the way I thought it was going to go, and and yeah, Zeke ended up being the only one that was like, well, it's my time, and then he like turns into Stardust, and we're all like, later, <laughs> gotcha, sucker. It's gonna happen you know, with everyone. We're gonna we're just gonna chill. So I I guess yeah, to to, to piggyback off of that. Um, uh, I, I felt very happy with where Autumn ended up, but I also felt like maybe this wasn't where we, should, where we were supposed to be. Like, maybe we weren't supposed to go this direction. Maybe there was a whole other thing that PB had planned and we never got to see it because we had some really good roles. And, you Finally. know, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's best fault. Man, feels bad. No, it's good. <laughs> it was perfect. It's one of the things I will walk away and it'll be a golden artifact for me for the rest of my life is that moment in the show so can i point the question at someone sure myth yeah because i feel like his had the craziest yeah. reveal maybe yeah and twist and change at the end oh that like, same question um yeah. yeah uh i really when i started run i didn't expect for of course there to be any crazy redemption arc at all or like a crazy reveal of anything um, so as things started to unfold, especially towards the end, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, like as a viewer, I was cheering on run, like when it come, when it came to being in the moment of being like, oh, how do you think your character did if you weren't playing them? Um, I feel like I would be cheering on run. Um, and as far as like when I first started the character, he was a shitbag. I think the whole time is just like, he was just going to be Aww. like, um, he was just going to be for himself. And that was kind of it, uh, a survivalist through and through, um, a person who throws uh, baby sheep at predators uh, just so he can survive, things like that. And uh, to see it spin around slowly and like throughout the entire thing was super cool and really like, it felt really cool to be a part of it. And to at the end, just being like, it doesn't seem like, like me, I was very nervous to be, uh, to be, Captain Run, uh, but, or Captain Orin Dusk, but I knew that, like, before we went into that episode, I was super nervous and stuff, but I knew that Run needed to. That was a thing that, like, we had, that was a story that was too good for Run to not tell and for us to not tell. Um, so as much as I was like, I don't know if I want to be the leader, quote unquote, or like, I don't know if I want to do this uh, necessarily. Me, Core, didn't want to do that, but uh, then just I had to think of how everything was and how how uh, poignant this could be if Run this whole time was that. And that's when I was like, well, I got to do it because that's what Run's story is now. And it's too good to say no to it. So I really enjoyed it. It was, took me I out of left too. field, but I really <laughs> it. was yeah, so it was, good. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a really cool experience. Thank you. Okay, so this is a good one. I'm skipping right to this one because I like it. Uh, this is for anybody in the cast. Uh, which character or persona would you say you relate to the most or touched you the most uh, emotionally? And that's for any of the cast about any of the other cast members and their character. It's a good one, I think. That is really such good a good question. Yeah. Wow. I think I relate to Lucian, I think. Or Blake. See, I'm, yeah. I'm still calling him Lucian. Uh, just because of just that that critical thinking and and just the practicality of just needing where are the answers? I need to find the answers so I can then uh, move on. And then yeah. uh, I think that is 
I think that's probably what I would do. I would probably shell into... I would, I would put up some walls, and then I would just try to figure out, if I was put into that situation uh, of figuring out Nibiru from day one, I would think that's probably what I would do. And... When's, mm, go ahead. I, would, I think Dex, for me, just, like, especially the parts, like, in the beginning when Dex would, like, cling to his reality and the enthusiasm for it. Like, no, these are my neighbors. This is my house. Like, these are my things. I could see myself, like, in a situation like this, like, as a safety net, like, grasping to my own reality as a way of, like, eh, the weird shit isn't happening. And that part was, like, freaky relatable for me. Yeah, yeah. Specifically. I, I think it's a, that is a really good question. Like, I'm actually really struggling to, to yeah. pick, pick a character that I think made the biggest impression. I, I think it's because everyone on this show is so dynamic, PB yourself included. Everyone has multidimensional characters that we eventually got to flesh out. It wasn't just here, you're gonna stick with your stereotype of your character. Yeah. We get to explore different avenues of that. So it was in a way, everyone got to play multiple characters. Um, yeah. I think this, some people with like the scenes that I think affected me the most, um, or probably Lauren Reckon. Um, I think that that their their relationship eventually became something that we 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 were able to see. You know, they they were able to make up their differences and and be uh, at peace with each other instead of like at each other's throats. And that was that was kind of a resolution that I wanted to see in the show. Maybe a little bit earlier too. I was like, I really wish they had been friends before. Um, but I'm really glad that they eventually found that that connection with each other. Um, that made me like that really hit me, you know. Uh, I, again, it's so hard to pick because then we also had some really great scenes with Adam, who you know can only speak in a monotone voice, so you really don't get a lot of inflection. But the way he portrayed Adam was was so good that his his own writing, his own character of Adam, came out in 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 just how he presented. Adam. Adam was dependable and 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 you know loving. I would say he he really yeah. did care about his people. Yeah. Um, and but he was uh, he was a robot. He was synthetic. And and in that moment, we're like, but he is also multi. He's dynamic. So it's really hard. It's really hard for me to be like, who who for me was my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite. I think I just yeah. have specific scenes out of the whole show that I'm like, exactly damn, that was great. Yeah. That was so well played. That was so well, uh, just on the spot stuff, you know, that that really I don't see a lot of in some role playing. It was a very emotional show. Yeah. I think I have little bits of each character that I relate to rather than just one specific character. <laughs> Um, there's like pieces from everyone where I'm like, oh yeah, I can relate to that. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm with Beth on that one. Did anybody else have anything though? I can't say relate, but I can say appreciate. Yeah. Uh, I like Dex's appreciation for the character dynamic from how it starts from someone who's kind of childish in mind a little bit, lacks responsibility, and then is thrown into this deep end of, uh, you know, quote unquote reality and <laughs> basically has to grow up. Yeah with some harsh facts and, and deal with some really tough topics with his own scarring. And then that being yeah. that vulnerable at the beginning and then using the role play as it comes at you with the punches and then just dribbling in extra and extra layers and then coming to, a, a, you know, quote unquote, a man, if you want to put it that way. It's a very interesting, it's a, it's a great concept to work with because you come with, you come in with a blank slate of innocence 
and by the end of it, you're a wise old story. It's uh, I, I appreciate that type of character growth. I, I really enjoyed watching that unfold. If I had to pick one. When he made Dex, I thought he was making me at first, and that's not me being <laughs> egotistical. Um, I just was like, is he trying? Is he making me as a per He even like put a beanie on and was like, oh, I'm just going to be, you know, like a 20 something failure who's addicted to drugs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good. <laughs> He's playing me. Okay. This is going to be really fun to watch him. I think you truly asked me if I was yeah. like, if I was I, playing. I was confused for moment. And then, uh, and then, like Pax said, you see this weird thing with Dex where he is kind of just forced into this position of responsibility and it's do or die. And it's a weird thing that I think a lot of people, I don't necessarily fully relate to Dex as my answer for this, um, by the way. I feel like I'm somewhere between <laughs> between Run and Dex, which is maybe even more depressing. But, um, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, that, like there, there is a weird thing that I think a lot of people go through when they're in a position like Dex was right at the very beginning and when you were making the character and who you were bringing to that focus, sometimes you don't know until you start playing it and it, it grows from there. But there is like a weird moment in your life where you kind of have to make Coming up thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where you go, I need to, you know, get it together, sort it out, grow up, figure out what I'm going to do or not, you know? And I feel like Dex kind of had to face that a little bit and I can recognize that somewhat. Um, but that was interesting to, to see. And it was weird at first when, you were making this character and then that, <laughs> it just it just yeah it was cool yeah it was cool yeah. to see yeah i think you did a good job with it as well thank you i don't know if i really truly related to anyone though kind of all bits and little, pieces little, yeah. little bits and pieces bits and yeah. pieces yeah. memories scene was the mm. most emotional one for me though which mm -hmm. one kpp's ridiculous oscar winning scene where she broke down because of uh because of adam oh Oh, like, God. I wasn't on the screen, thank God, but I, like it's the only time I think maybe ever on a camera where if you had just, if the thing had fallen off, I, you would have just seen me with like, you know when your eyes are covered in water? You're like, don't blink, or it's an yeah, official or it's crying gonna go moment. To, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that's where I was at, and I, I don't really get to that. It's quite hard for me to get to that level of mm. that would blink emotional. Or be official. Yeah. yeah, open, I don't know. I'm just all barriers, so... That was pretty, uh, that was intense for me to watch, I feel like. And and we've spoken about it at great length, I think, but it was just because you felt you were drawing on something real and I feel like that resonated and it came through. And it just got me. I was like, oh, God. Um, but for <laughs> sure, that was the most emotional part, even though there were tons of points where I was like, oh, God, don't don't switch to Blake right now. <laughs> like, Blake, Blake goes from being like, oh, hello, how are you? To like, oh, did, 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 how are you guys? <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that, that would be. I also really enjoyed, and by enjoyed, I mean this was difficult for me, was the argument between Autumn and Blake that breakup where they were kind of no longer friends and they went in the opposite direction. That was crazy. That was hard for me to watch because it was very clearly like they both needed the fr that friend to be something they weren't in mm. that moment. And they, they both deserved what they needed and they just weren't, they, they weren't working for each other. So it was, it was just tough to watch. Bridge episode, mm. the fellowship splits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was even weirder because we had that synergy on the dice rolls. Yeah. So it was like it was it yes. was really meta in a weird way. And that we hurt. were working really well together. Yeah. On what like a weird unconscious level, mm -hmm. but just 
terribly in terms of like a personality mesh, I guess. Yeah. It happens, I think, a lot. Yeah. And that's what I love so much is like everything could have been different. Yeah. If one role in episode four happened, mm. a or failure happened one. instead of a, <laughs> like everything could have been different. And, mm-hmm. and I remember starting this show and I was like, okay, it's going to be me, Brad and Elspeth. That's what we were told is like, yeah. uh, you know, we're like, you know, and everyone's going to be helping you. us out. And now <laughs> I, I don't, I don't feel that at all. I, yeah. I do feel like it was, you know, the 10 of us. I think it was like, isn't that like, weird? Yeah. We're yeah. like, Hey, you want to be actors on this show, and then all of a sudden it's like they're one of these got key like major yeah. roles, and it just becomes that, a large cast. It's, you never know how. That's it's what it was. Like it, there was no, I didn't, I, I never felt like, oh yeah, they're, they're on part time. It's like a part time. Oh, yeah. No, like yeah. you guys were major players. I. In, in I this and like completely i had that same thought john uh what, like our second to last episode i was like fuck everyone is so connected um in the show and it it went from being like connected by twine to being connected by like chains of iron like everyone's in some way had affected the others uh on the show and that for me really helped bring the, the story together it was it was not just like you're gonna see these people as guests you know it was it was more like they are integral to the story they're not just here to be like okay well we'll be we'll be you know a, a side part because a lot of the side parts ended up being so monumental to the story and and emotionally charged that it was like impossible to just say well now we're going to just relegate them over here no like mm. this we're focusing on them and they deserve to be focused on we didn't even right? we us three didn't even role play that much together yeah truly yeah it was mainly us going with all everyone else and like being you know like and developing our own relationships and whatever it's just that blows my mind to this day it's like yeah we were like the three right mm-hmm. who like you know all that stuff but like i still am just like fuck dude like mm-hmm. I, we, we didn't even fuck it's amazing it's yeah. it's incredible just that it turned into such a a, a beautiful ensemble with <laughs> incredible people it's just so cool so there's actually a question related to that um and i will address the first part of it uh which was how did the rotating or guest cast feel about suddenly becoming main characters essentially as the show progressed uh hopefully they knew how much we adored them is what it says and then also you know pb was this plan from day one i will admit to absolutely no um it was intended that it would be these three and these very skilled players would come in and play multiple different people um now that you guys know the you know nine worlds it, it you can guess kind of what they would have been doing however we did a meet and greet where we sat down and they wrote their initial nibiru characters and i just fell in love with all of them and then i just threw the shit out the window and was like yep no it, it, <laughs> the story it revolves around all these people now and that's just what's going to happen so um yeah it wasn't it wasn't planned from day one but the moment the moment they put pen to paper for these uh, characters i fell in love with them and was like nope okay they're going to be these these people. So um, then for you, for the rest of you, for the rotators, um, how did you feel about becoming main characters to the show? Like, how did you, I guess, was that strange? Because <laughs> I definitely <laughs> told you, you'll be playing multiple people. Don't worry. Yeah. I was oh, pretty yeah, sure did. I was going to be a dwarf uh, <laughs> in a fantasy world at one point. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we Same. talked about that. Yes. Oh, and, I love uh, that. So yeah. that was such a good one. <laughs> oh, so fun. I, I felt like that that flashback with Dex definitely uh, was the 
this is what the show could have been yeah. at one point. Yeah. It's not though. So haha, it's just a memory. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh, I I felt it was it was interesting. Like I know a number of us, especially those of us who were in Nocturne and kind of had that expectation ahead of time was the I don't get to play right now. Great. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean just disappear. <laughs> and it's and so fucking true. The first half, I felt like that. Cause be like, I get to go do dishes and put on Gone, and this is awesome, and I'm not here, and I don't have to think. And like, and so it wasn't a disappointment, but it was definitely like at, at about that halfway mark where we all started, or most of us were in here. I'm like, all right, well, I gotta shift my expectations now. Oh, that's <laughs> fine, but can't do dishes anymore. <laughs> I'm on Gone permanently. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I kind of had fine. the exact same thing. Like I was like, like I love the scenes where you just get to chill and like watch everybody, but you're still kind of in the show dropping in now and then. And then I just like it. We I don't think we ever had a killer moment where PB was like, "Oh, you're gonna be here regularly now." Yeah, it was just like it just happened. We would hit her up like, "Are we here this week?" Yep. And it just kept happening. And then I noticed she kept starting with me first in the scene. And I was like, "Fuck, I gotta do something with my character now." God, <laughs> I was trying to be happening <laughs> shit. <laughs> So it was more just like, you know, I don't know. You just go with the flow. Yeah. Start your character off as a post-it on your monitor and all yeah. of a sudden exactly. you got, you got a notebook. Now, now, like, what the fuck? Literally, now Violet's a book and that was never going to happen. So. Yeah. Well, that that extremely yeah. complex. Yeah. It's very, very, very good. Um, yeah. Did anybody Worth else it, though. have any comments on that? KPP, you've been so yeah. quiet. I know. I'm quite, I'm a very I'm observant not. person. I realize I need to speak <laughs> up more. I, I, I don't know. I feel like I thought lore was just going to be like in the background kind of doing lore drops and being like, I'm coming out of the shadows to tell you something and then going back. So I never expected her to like when you were like telling us like, hey, are you guys going to be there this week? I was like, oh, God, I'm here more than I expected. And I thought we we're going to do characters all the time, too. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I think I'm kind of happy with how everything turned out. And I'm very honored to have been able to be a part of the show and else like be part of the integral storyline as well so yeah i don't know that was really cool i don't know i i was i'm always excited to rp so i was really jazzed that stuff kind of accelerated at a very fast rate <laughs> same uh okay i have another one that is specifically for ck uh, who do you think or wish was the second person reaching Violet, as you mentioned, with your final amazing monologue? You do not have to answer that if you don't want to. But Who do I think or wish was the second person reaching for her? Mm -hmm. I don't think I want to answer that. Okay. I wasn't sure. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's so funny. Okay, I will answer this one. Uh, PB, when for did you. when did the idea come to you to evolve your role as the narrator into Nibiru, the core of the mother? Day one. I've always that's been that way. Insane. So when by you, the way, crazy. when you rewatch the show, be careful and pay attention to what I say because it's always been that way. Uh, okay. There's always been. Well, can I ask a question, then, PB? Yeah, of course. Is there anything that you can like just off the top of your head remember that? you changed that was pretty like an integral part of the show that mm. like changed halfway through where you're like oh i'm not going to do this or that that you can oh, just yeah. remember off the top of your head oh yeah Lot, lots lots of things just actually give us like one, one um, or two. sure is there any you can speak on yeah, yeah. well um, <laughs> i was in those meetings <laughs> yeah the 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 nine the nine worlds obviously we ended up scrapping that or not going to all of them as per expected but yep, um, you guys also had the option to go further into nibiru uh, and have a 
bigger experience with the Enki, which we never covered because you guys stayed <gasps> you stayed safe. It yeah. was smart. You stayed safe. But <laughs> I feel like the story could have gone in a completely different direction had you actually tried to immerse yourself in the cities and stuff like that in Nibiru. Um, I was Violet Rewrite number one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh, yeah. three main guys. <laughs> Damn, that would be a really cool spinoff is yeah. like in I, Nibiru. I, I keep saying that this will not show. be the only thing that I run in the world of, of Nibiru because it's so rich and um, yeah, the, the city lore is really, really good and has some Blade Runner vibes to it and I like it a lot. So I will probably run something in the future that's in the city proper. Um, but yeah, you guys did the right thing by staying safe out in the outskirts of the Umbra, but there is a lot of life to be had in the rest of it. I really wanted to become a Kraj Baron, I like know the Walter White <laughs> of Kraj. You like, tried to push for that early yeah. on. He was like, I'm going to be just, Walter yeah, White. I, and I was like, okay. I was like, I'm going to break in badness and just <laughs> overtake. Like, surely I can use these two idiots Excuse me. as like oh, my, wow. little, my, little, my little Jesse Pinkman's. There's like Run, who I can completely control if I've just got a little bit of crash in my pocket. And then if I can just get Reckon on side, we're good. Holy you know? shit, Run the is Jesse Pinkman. Gonna, oh my the god. Best he's oh going to be god. on my side. At worst, he'll be like the Gustavo Fring to my Walter White. And I can just utterly and completely overtake the crash business in the Umbra of Nebro. But then, well, then Blake was like, this isn't real. <laughs> Fuck this. Fucking Blake. There is and no crash. But he was wrong. Uh, I'm so, scared yeah. to see what the show would have been if Blake was not around. If it was me and Elspeth and then like everyone else and we were running around and just on our ideas of just. Right. I think we would have gone the way of going to all the world yep. and like this. And it would have just been like two episodes, you know, like one episode a week or, you know, once every two weeks. Uh, that was like us exploring this land and now we go to this yeah, land yeah. and I don't think yeah. anything would have gotten Dex, done. <laughs> yeah, Dex so and Autumn, uh, Dex was very adventurous and Autumn was very whimsical so that that mm -hmm. combined is like, wee, we're yeah. going off on yeah. adventure and Blake's like, Kingdom hold Hearts. the fuck up. Yeah. 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 Kingdom Hearts. That's exactly, exactly what I was going to say. Yep, <laughs> it it would have been up. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I ruined it. <laughs> no, you didn't ruin it. It was wonderful. Without Blake, it would have been a, just a different show. It would have just been very different. Yeah, they'd still be in the DMV at the beginning. Yeah. Of the conversation. Uh, uh, waiting in line. Dairy Queen, uh, McDonald's, Wendy's. We would have just a bunch of drive-throughs. Yep. Yep. Uh, four episodes in, I'm still waiting in the black with a mask on. I'm oh. <laughs> not progressing anything. Um, supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. There are. Oh, this one's for Speth. There are a lot of questions about the losing and regaining of the accent for yeah. Autumn at the end. Did you want to comment on that at all, or like explain how you decided to do that, or just speak on that a little bit? Yeah, she was starting to to lose her, not lose, but switch identities again. I think once we. Uh, well, I saw that scene where she goes to space, essentially, and she sees, it's very, you know, 2001, she sees, like, mm -hmm. oh, just shit ton of stuff, like, she might as well be dropping acid, and then she just wakes up from this kind of, well, how, who have I been this whole time, you know? And mm -hmm. I think she is, tr she was trying to uh -oh. both comfort people with her accent and then forgetting that she no longer has an accent because she's Timmy instead of Autumn, right? So she goes from this switch of like, I used to be Autumn, but I should probably still be Autumn. 
for my friends because they know me as Autumn. And then she slowly starts to lose that. Um, That's because, so deep and cool. Because, because so it's very cool. like, it's a, it's a subconscious choice. Like, okay, well, I'm no longer Autumn. So what do I do? Do I keep this accent? My brain still knows how to make this, but do I keep doing it? You mm -hmm. know, and so there's like these two parts of her brain that are like, well, make sure your friends know that you're still here and you're still there for them as Autumn, but also you're still Timmy from forever ago. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it, it was very like, I'll just do this when I want to. I, I will, I will switch this on and off just like maybe Autumn would. Um, and I know a lot of people noticed that they were like, well, weird. She's like using this accent for, uh, for run, but she's also using the, she's, she's doing the Autumn voice for, for Dex, uh, or trying to be more comforting. Cause I feel like Autumn definitely has a much more calming, uh, a voice than, than Timmy would. Timmy was just my regular voice, but, um, you know, Autumn has that drawl that's very like, uh, uh, familiar and hopefully friendly. Uh, so, so it really went from like a, what mood is, what mood is Autumn in right now? What mood is Timmy in right now? So it was kind of like doing the different person thing. Mm -hmm. So, wild <laughs> i like it it reminded me i watched a really cool show on linguistics a really long time ago about kids in canada mm -hmm. and how they learn french and can and english you know but like their mind will it's really bizarre like when they're in school they'll know all their school words in french and at yeah. home they'll flow between the two languages depending on what the subject is like yep. completely un and that's what your accent reminded me of like same thing depending on what you were talking about you would flow in and out of it and it was mm -hmm. it was cool i liked listening to it, it yeah was fun. Uh, that yeah i mean that's um it's a lot like uh spanglish right so, so yeah. kids oh, that are that, that are bilingual are mm -hmm. very they like uh like my boyfriend is is venezuelan so he he just he goes like in and out of Spanish all the time. And I'm just like, damn, that is so impressive to know that your mind thinks in two different languages. Yeah. Like I'm just, a, you know, oh, I'm just English so jealous. boring. <laughs> right. I'm like, man, if I, if I were multilingual that I, I would love to be able to, to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of, kind of like that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, while I have you, everyone's dying to know what you had intended with the Christmas ornaments or why they were so important to Autumn. And I feel like you answered that at the end of one of the episodes, but it's a lot. A lot of people have asked this question, so you know, I figured um, I'd ask again. <laughs> I, I really didn't have any... Uh, I didn't have anything in mind for the Christmas ornaments. What I wanted the Christmas ornaments to represent uh, were memories that she was holding on to. Um, something that she associated with good feelings, good vibes, so like Christmas, um, even though it was technically not real. It was like she was clinging on to something that never happened. And so those Christmas ornaments represent a part of Autumn's past that was completely fabricated. And that was in the that was in the beginning. So I don't know if it was ever like intentional, like these are just fake, but she was clinging on to them and she didn't know why. And this was before mm. you were like, yeah, you're not actually, we're not actually Autumn. You're not actually this person. She was just like, I know I'm, I'm, I, these are shiny and they represent something warm. They represent a good time. And I will, I will cling on to these as long as I can. Um, and maybe, maybe that was a subconscious choice, you know, like I just want something to remind me of good times. Um, because Autumn was a hoarder. Autumn was like talking to squirrels every day. Autumn was lonely. She had a lot of, of issues that she was like, well, why, why am I doing this? You know, I don't know why, but I'm going to continue doing it. And I think that's the, that's the same kind of mindset that 
uh, hoarders have where they, they need to cherish something and they're often very lonely people. And, and so autumn was kind of this representation of, I have a, I had a life and I want that life back. Yeah. You know, when you told me, uh, Autumn was a hoarder. I, I mm. sat there and I was like, are you kidding me? Because a mm. lot of times when uh, people who have suffered a traumatic brain injury and they are losing their memories, they do become a bit hoardy because they mm. are like, I need to hold on. I need to have something that makes me feel good or, you know, I need to have all these things. So when you said that, I was like, for real, wow, that's that is quite the coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that that's that is pretty coincidental because I didn't know that this was yeah. going to be. I didn't know that this was a, uh, uh, the rules were, you know, uh, focused around memories. I had no idea that this was a memory-based game where yeah. where you have to like write down your favorite stuff mm. and, and that kind of thing was like, damn, I'm. This was a really. I, I thought it was a, a good character to be like, well, now I can really flesh Autumn out. There's so yeah. many different ways I can go with her. Um, so so yeah, kind of glad that that turned out the way it did. <laughs> Made for a cool backstory. Very very good. So this one's for everybody. But was there a memory on your sheet that you didn't get to share that you wish you had? Ooh, mm. let's go check. We have yeah. memories. Wow. Yeah. Um, Maybe not you, honey. Uh, <laughs> While people oh. are looking up, did you have a blank sheet run? Yeah, I never actually did. asked that. Yes. Okay, yeah. I had one memory on my sheet the whole time. I had two. The one that I first started with was his how he got his jacket. Someone very special to him gave him his jacket, which could really could be anything. Uh, and uh, he couldn't remember it anymore, but he do he does remember the, how it made him feel. It made him feel confident. And it gave him plus one in confidence uh, and or things that involved uh, that. Uh, and then he also had the second one, which was he uh, he couldn't... He was having uh, a hard time exiting because of what happened in Dustvale, and that was mm. the only really the two until the last bit when uh, I should have just filled out my sheet with a whole bunch of cool Orin memories. That would have been cool. Anyway, I didn't. Uh. That was well. The the that's exactly what I did because yeah, yeah. the the setup for Mori was, was that he had so many memories he kind of forgot who he was. Um, and all the memories that I have are from the years that he spent uh, just jumping in and out of the sim and, and trying to find whatever he was looking for. And his goal became more and more uh, diluted uh, until it like was like one idea that he was searching for. But all of them had to do, uh, PB and I discussed this, but all of his memories had to do with his hands because his hands are what creates creates everything um and like in my head i imagine well because when you originally told me you were like all these memories and they all have something to do with hands and i was like wow that's really great and i can use that but in my brain i, I already knew that you were the scientist right so i'm like oh mm -hmm. this is kind of cool because he's like remembering that he used to work a lot with his with his hands and like tinker with devices and stuff like that so i thought that was really neat and you would get i don't know if you noticed this but you would get bonuses when you were trying to figure things out using your hands if you oh, were no, like huh. touching things you'd get a plus one to figuring that out because you were using your hands yeah i did oh, little stuff really cool. like that for each of you that's yeah that's good. Uh, to answer johnny cat's uh, diluted um mm. <laughs> just adding more and more memories well i'll just I can run through them just real quick. Yeah. Uh, so there's a, a memory of a beatnik snapping his fingers 
during a poem. The poem about his, uh, is about his addiction to heroin. It's killing him, but his words are his power. He looks out at the faces watching him and their hearts are breaking. He smiles despite himself. Uh, there's a mother in labor holding my child for the first time. Pain fades, time stops. She's never known love until this moment. Ladies with papers enter. She tells them she has changed her mind. Uh, Old West Ooh. Hangman. Mm-hmm. His hand killed over 200 men. He keeps the gallows clean and working right. He is infamous. His clients have a, have a drop and a stop. No fish wriggling on the hook while he's in charge. Today is his turn. Um, sculptor, the final stroke on his uh, piece de resistance, it's for the Duke. If, he, if this wins his favor, he'll be conscripted to make art for the rest of his days. His chisel is like an extension of his arm. It is finished. It is perfect. Soldier in Afghanistan. He pulls the trigger the first time with the intent to kill. Later, he is crying alone in the hand-dug latrine. He tries to be quiet. He knows this will not be the last time he's called to do his duty. Not by a long shot. Uh, plague doctor. His hands close the eyes of his most recent patient. The sickness fascinates him. He calls the wheelbarrowman over to collect the body. Her skin is a masterpiece of sores and infection. Now the best part, the dissection. Um, the prom queen waving to the crowd this is the best moment of her life everyone loves her she's beautiful and the center of attention her dress fits perfectly and the crown feels as though it were made for her uh, southern judge banging the gavel he presided Ooh, I love over this one. <laughs> banging the gavel he presided over a case where a black man was arrested and beaten by police during a sit-in he was found guilty of disturbing the peace uh a governor. Her hands are on the podium. She was the deputy governor, and this is her first speech after the previous governor was assassinated. She is more nervous than she's ever been, but now she can do what's right. Uh, this is none. incredible. Because yeah. compare this to my, yeah. I'm literally, Dex's sheet. So I love Dex's sheet. Yeah, but like, it's very, yeah. like, I didn't, like, you would ask me to fill in a memory, and yeah. I wouldn't. I just forget, as, yeah. as John and as Dex, I would just be like, did she say something to me? Oh, I don't know. Oh, like, bless. And then, and then you look so at like good. Memory Man, like yeah, with so just good. this poetic, the scenes that are set. And it's just like, it's really cool to, to hear. I didn't know. I didn't know yeah. like how other people were doing it. Dude, it was, it was fun coming up with all of them. Like these are, you know, 30, 40 years of going in and out of the swimulation and <laughs> collecting memories and implanting them in himself yeah yeah um every little like because he i think if maury had a through line it would be not just the the like more even even further if 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 you dug deeper it's just the the pursuit of answers mm -hmm. to yeah. everything anything which Just I think curiosity. is funny because that's why you and Blake got along so well. You both had that inner drive to like answer all those questions. I thought that was interesting. Something yep. that we didn't ever get a chance to see. Thank you for or, sharing those. Yes, thank you. Yeah, um, my pleasure. Something we never got to see with Maury that I really wanted to see was his hut. Because inside the hut was like <sighs> many, many, many different objects with more memories in it. And if anybody had picked up any one of those objects, you could have collected some memories from inside. He had like a little hoarder's cabin with a whole yeah. bunch of like artifacts and things that he'd picked up. 
Um, and in fact, there were two artifacts in that related to one of you guys that had you found it, it would have been yours. Yeah, which was really, really cool. But we just never got around to it. Sometimes yeah. that happens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, one more little tidbit. Um, Maury was a hermit and pretty much shunned everybody. Uh, he begrudgingly kind of mm, the, as, be, as good of friends as he could be <laughs> with uh, Adam and um, uh, um, Lore. Lore. Yeah. No, not Lore. Oh. Reckon? Blake. Um, What's that? Reckon? Blake? Oh, yeah. No, it was Lore. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. It was Lore. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. On the same beach, yeah. Exactly. But he was mostly a hermit, and the reason why he didn't have to, the reason why he put his shack where it was, and he didn't have to, like, go out is because he put his shack on top of a, uh, a fertile ground for the crotch. Like, underneath, like, there's a hatch <laughs> there's in like... his hut. <laughs> Where he grows what? his own crotch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So interesting, the, like the, the contrast between Maury and Run, because I also was a, and same thing with Autumn, I also was a hoarder. Or Run was also a hoarder. I mean, I am a hoarder, uh, but Run was a hoarder. And uh, the he has nothing but broken toys in his apartment. And mm. even in his, his jacket is stuffed, like in the pockets, there's just stuff with broken toys. He's always looking for stuff because he's uh, trying to scrounge around for broken things he has. So it's cool that you had artifacts just around that were active right and then run yeah. just had in in hit and like cut smash cut over to run's house where run's house uh the where it's full of uh yeah uh, just the broken artifacts and things yeah. it's just really cool how that that just happened and, and like there was a lot of mirroring you guys stuff. did yeah, with your really your cool. characters yeah. it was really really cool um so this question mm. is for pax um yes. and it is how does it feel, Andor? Do you have any comments on the coolest character entrance of all time? <laughs> PB did it. No. <laughs> yeah. I prepared for it, but you still did it. You made that. You made the mask. You came in. You said those lines. It's not like God. Any you know, comments? Like, yeah. I just uh, the funnest part in the whole process of this for me, at least the part that gets me like on my seat and giddy. It's the same one that I get when I'm video editing. There's like this magic moment while you're doing the production part of it and you're spitballing with other people. And like PB can already, is already nodding her head. I think I know why. When you start going back and forth and you get in, you get in sync and you start to see the picture in your head and we were talking about how it's going to enter and how we're going to set it up and we're showing each other's effects and it, you're just like, yeah, and then yeah, and yeah. then yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, so really good. that's my favorite part. Doing it is just, kind of like a, re, uh, a revisit of what we already got excited about ahead of time. Yeah. The production part of it. And that's, I don't know. It was just, it was just, it was fun. It was I think fun. one of really much to say. something that sticks out to me is that you and I were both like, it's got to be violent. Like it has to be a, oh, yes. that encounter with yes. Dex has to be pretty, like very body aggressive and like you're yanking him up well, and incredible. throwing him down. Yeah. And like, yeah, I pulled a lot of, like, and I, I didn't even realize it at the time, but it was probably subconsciously, like a lot of Matrix. Yeah. Like, that when, when they wake him up, Keanu, and then the, the robot just violently sucking tubes out of him, mm -hmm. like just doing mm -hmm. the process thing. Just like, whoa, what's happening? I think I think a lot of that came from that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Before I want it to be a wake-up call. And yeah. because the cast didn't know what in the flying hell they were getting into, that was even better. <laughs> yeah. That was the moment, dude. I was like, and this then, is fucking amazing. 
And then to make it sweet, I didn't want to go from that type of violentness and then have a conversation. I just wanted to make it a protocol, shut down, and then put the camera on Dex. And the Dex has to sit there and go, and, huh? <laughs> and then see where it goes from there. And then only answer when he talks or whatever or does the processes. And I think that was kind of the beauty of it, just to see in that very weird type of Injecting. improv set. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and just no, see no, no, please, not again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see it so under good. the mask, but I'm just there like going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sound effects. Oh, man. It was fun. So good. Um, okay. This one is for Bradley. Um did you, sorry, what initially tipped you off that you were in Dustvale? How did it feel being jammed by somebody else in the world that you've written? Um, and or what was the best part of visiting Dustvale? This is like three different questions that I'm wrapping into one about Dustvale for you. Uh, PB ruined it for me. I beforehand, ruined it for him. Yep. Uh, to answer the first one, the second one, it's I fault. It, so no one else, I the first part of Dustvale. She once again just didn't even bother um, during this. And uh, what was the third part? What was the most fun about playing in Dustvale? Um, there are two things that I really enjoyed personally about uh, playing in it. One is that I got to play an old man who just died of old age, yeah. which I've just always wanted to do in D&D because it just never happens. You always get eaten by a dragon or something, a natural one, or you fall off a cliff or something mm -hmm. crazy. You never just kind of die of old age on its three. Fucking love this character. Um, yeah, it was so good. So good. Just like the best thing ever. So I got to live that out. Um, it was really um uh cool uh to link that in to the existing law of my well like i i'm i guess technically because of that episode my entire like four years of work that i've spent on these three um D, &D campaigns that i've been running exist within gone <laughs> Okay, like, holy shit uh, yeah. like, it's a spin-off of this show even though i started it in 27 2016 2017 um it's really weird and it's just so like i love that shit man yeah, i love it i eat that stuff up i love it yeah. when you see it in books and tv shows and movies and stuff it's my favorite thing um i've been waiting and for to more have... references in dying order like i'm just yeah, on the edge like, of my seat like just... is he gonna drop any gone references like I'm there's just... legit um <laughs> like uh answers to questions in my campaign that i didn't think would ever be like canonically answered that are canonically answered now in this show yeah <laughs> which is the weirdest thing that and it's like a lot of stuff that like you don't need to know but when you do know it it's like oh that set off one of the most important events that ever happened in my entire thing that I've been building for this whole time. So that was You're really welcome. Awesome. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Like the as the conversation was happening, because it was with Spess's character and your character, it was with Maury. And as it mm -hmm. was happening, I remember like mess Brad and I messaged each other at the same time on Zoom, like, is this is this conversation that's happening right now? Yeah, this is this it. Is, <laughs> this is the the moment. This is yeah. like a, a point. I can't remember what it's called. Um when uh yeah like a thing happens um where maury technically brings a kind of i guess he just brings this kind of otherworldly way of thinking into this fantasy dimension and starts messing with stuff to the point where he invents a version of like technology that then elspeth's character gets kind of credited for in the future but also just creates this like technology boom in like a fantasy medieval setting so as by the point you know some of my shows have been running and some of the pinnacle moments 
um, revolve around kind of that having happened. So it's it that shit. I just eat it up. I loved it. It's my favorite thing. It was super surreal to be playing in my own setting. Like, it was just so weird. And, like, I joke that PB kind of just, like, I did it all. But she just said, what What do they see? What does it look like? So I just described it because I've described Dustfell so many times. But I also kind of just gave you a town and just said, I've I never wrote a really whole town that down. you guys didn't go to as well. I'll have to give that <laughs> yeah, to like, you. <laughs> the southern I was like, town. I have this section of the map yeah. that I've never visited. I've mm -hmm. just got a blank area of my notes for that PB's <laughs> now created. So that was fun. It was kind of like a a cool thing that me and you got to work on a little bit that I enjoyed about it. It was just really fun. It's just so weird and twisty and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is really because I think maybe as GMs you kind of get used to you being the only one running your thing and maybe even really caring about it a little. Um, so it must be really strange. This must be how people feel when they create setting books and put them out and yeah. then they, and then someone they see else somebody play. Them, yeah, or they're watching it and yeah, so that was very fun for me. It was, a, it was one of the most unique experiences. I had a lot of unique feelings and, and experiences on this show, and that was definitely one of them. Very surreal. Really fun, though. And, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, setting that up, everyone. Mostly PB, Zeke, I'm and I'm sorry Elspeth, that though. I... Oh, I'm still what? I will regret that for the rest of my life I was gonna surprise like, him with it by the way everyone I... yeah, yeah I was like gonna just open the episode in Dustvale using his music and freak him out and then be like surprise you're in fucking and wait wait for him to figure it out and then I asked Noodle and he was like I don't know he might freak out and then I was like oh okay <laughs> So I'll ask his permission first. I waited a whole week. I was like, uh, yeah. I don't know, because both Peachy and I were like, oh, no, he'll fucking love it. And then I just yeah. I fucking panicked and I asked your permission at the last second. And you were like, yeah, you asked someone your first with... response. Your first response was like, I am so mad. I'm so sad you I told know, me like so, I'm yeah, so disappointed you told me. I, and I'm like, it's no. just like you you have um you know you that's three people there with like paranoid anxiety yeah. you're just that's yeah. just what happens over a week of right. paranoia and anxiety yeah. when you're like, like oh, no, maybe it'll he be fine. Won't he'll love it. that your yeah. instinct is correct and then yeah. you're like but if no. he goes crazy that i'm just yeah. taking his thing and i get it yeah i understand it but it's uh no i loved it i loved it even being warned about it didn't matter yeah Ultimately, it, it was, was only a couple fun. days ahead of time so it's not like i could have done anything differently but yeah, it was all good bless you it. um okay so i have uh i have another question here for everybody here um this is a bit intense so you guys can think about this one while i answer another one but this one is what would you 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 your golden artifact be in your life so far what would the object be and i think can that's... it be alive yes my dog. <laughs> so Cleo. Absolutely. It would be Cleo. Artifact would be a golden Cleo. Yeah. Yep. Anybody else have one? A bong. <laughs> CK's is a golden bong. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's go. Looking great. Take one. <laughs> That's a really good question. That's a really good question. I will answer this one while you guys think on that. Um... I normally don't answer questions like these, but I think this is an interesting tidbit that was just in my notes. But what were this question was asked a lot. What was the significance in the numbers 78, 88 um, and 89? It's the number of their where they were located, the number that was picked up. So if you think of Nibiru having a bunch of like 
you know, bodies that it's taking care of, people that it's taking care of, that's their number in order. They're right next to each other. Number 78, 80, or 70, 87, 88, and 89. That's it. Yep. Fucking cool. I don't have an item. Tell me. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying Buster to think. Sword. Of, and I, I have gold rim oh, glasses already. Oh, I can have a already. Buster Sword. So. I'll take a Buster Sword. Well, yeah, it's anything. It's just a small golden you artifact, think I right? I could lift a real Buster Sword up? No, it's like, <laughs> it's like Maury's golden train. It's small. Or like the golden beanie. Yeah. I feel like you'd have a small Buster Sword for sure. I'll take it. Yeah. What would I have? My instincts yeah. want to say a bow tie, but it's not it. I think it would be a D20. Yeah. Yeah. That or a... Yeah, I think a D20. Good one. Yeah. I'm being told that golden whiskey glasses... Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I was. I also literally bought gold rim glasses for this show, so... Oh, yeah. So good. Uh, mine would be uh, probably a golden microphone. Yeah? Something so I could be heard... Like whether it's on stage or on yeah. stream or whatever, just yeah. something to make me super loud and everybody pay attention. <laughs> oh, babe, you don't need help with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. But mine. it doesn't hurt. What about Tell anybody that to else? Ethel, she's deaf now. <laughs> KPP, do you have one? This is hard. Uh -huh. I have. I. Talk. I actually I have like... one for you, I think. Go membership? No, but that's a good one. Uh, I was going to say a Robin. I think a Robin. I, my instincts are saying either a blanket or, I mean, my dog's collar. Yeah. I was going to say your dog's collar, but I didn't yeah. want to, like, bring that up. No, I was totally, I that was my it. first thought. Yeah, that's my, like, instinct was, like, my dog's collar. For sure. I feel that hard. Dipping in gold? Mm-hmm. Jones. bronze that shit i don't know Sam. i really don't <laughs> i keep thinking and I, this is gonna sound so cheesy but i keep thinking of those like family ornaments that's like the yeah. families oh. but they're all like just the stick figure kind of families and they're just like oh, smile smile okay. so like i just see that like Crush dipped in me. gold like yeah. <laughs> literally that's, that's literally what i think that's of that's really that sweet that's, that's, yeah, that that's is. perfect yeah. that's really really good yeah yeah pax you have one pax you got something what are you dipping in gold what you dipping in gold? What you dipping? <laughs> what you dipping? <laughs> I can't. I can't find one. I, I'm sorry. I've been trying, no, but okay. I can't think of one. No, it's okay. See, for me, like whenever I talk to you or whenever I think about you, I always think of you as, and this isn't just because of like Adam, but I always think of you as just this audio god. And I don't uh, know if that's true, but I just think of that? you as a voice. So like, I would literally dip like, either like like. Oh, like Sound. those old, the, like the, the old gramophone? The gramophone? Yeah. Or like a, a, like a, I always just think of you as the audio. Actually, like, I would probably. <laughs> dip that whole thing. Oh, yeah, just give it a It's a little big, but I would probably like dip. That's my grandfather's World War II uniform. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Fucking Maybe the awesome. dog tags. Yeah. That's so oh, fucking that's cool, dude. Cool. Yeah, that's oh good. my God. Yeah, so much of that. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a great question. Yeah, that's a really, really good one. I like that one a lot. Um, okay, so here's another one. You, what is a, I, I don't want to use the word underrated, but what is a scene that, after this finale ended and this week went by that popped in your head of like, oh, that was a good scene. That isn't one of the like major 
ones, I guess, that we've had that we've already talked about, but something that kind of like went under the radar, I guess. That we did or someone else did or whatever? Uh, whatever. You did, Every somebody else did. Every time Ron spoke, just barely in the background. Yeah. Almost inaudible. He would just, there would just be a little, like a word or a line that would reference what's happening in the foreground and everyone having a main scene. And he would just say something that was so spot on. Right. I can't even think of a good example, but it was just yeah. like every time he would just say something like a flippant comment because he didn't know or he was his memory of the experience was removed or, you know, like that those little moments got me every time. Yeah. There are a couple, I think, where I was in the scene and I was like, fucking hold it together. It, it kills me. <laughs> it, it was so oh, impressive. I John's think. I line that. in like, I think it's episode two or three. You guys were talking about twin sense, and then John came in and asked you the same question. Like, you must get this question all the time, but do you have that twin thing? <laughs> and he just came in. Oh, man. That's so good. There were, there were a couple of lines like that where I almost broke just because That's it was That's a bit like perfect. why I did the, yeah. the joke at the end, because then yeah. two wanted me to make a joke. So I came in and made the joke. Yeah. That we're in a memory. Because uh, they yeah. were like, oh, he, he's going to walk in and be like, oh, we're in a memory. I figured it out. So I walked in and went, oh, we're in a memory. Yeah, I figured it out. I was like, it's the so last good. thing they were expecting. Well, Brad's character for sure, for me, was uh, just, uh, I feel like uh, I watched Brad. I was not in a lot of scenes with Brad. So I, I got to just watch Brad, which wasn't, you know, it worked out perfectly. He, he would, we would have hated each other. We were always going back and forth. But like, <laughs> Uh, watching him not talk, I know that sounds so weird, but there were so many scenes where he wouldn't say anything and he would just like stare and look. And I was like either dying laughing or like so into what he was like portraying in that moment. Cause it's so unlike Brad, really. Yeah. Like just to like so not say, not be like loud or boisterous or like in it, like, and just like have to be like, just letting the, that punchline go, <laughs> like where oh he just doesn't say anything incredible. at all. <laughs> yes. and I know he's he's like wanting to jump on it he's or wanting of like to say something. Six some, different jokes in this one conversation that he can't say. Yeah. I was like cry laughing in a bunch of things that I even just no had to do laughing. it then when Pax lifted up the uniform and I wanted to go. Oh, I didn't know that you were German. Like I just I <laughs> the I have to just I have I've learned now on a Wednesday at this time to just quell. Don't don't take the, the jokes. But I did a lot of like just sitting and listening um, in this, and it was really fucking hard to do. But also, most of the time I was in character, like these guys are idiots and we're all gonna die. Like that's all he was thinking a lot of the time. He's like, we're never getting out of this. Yeah. They're all crying about like something that like someone spilled some milk. And, you know, they're like whining about like, oh, this thing, well, we're going to go and get a McFlurry and stuff. And and like Blake the whole time is like, oh, my God, nothing matters. <laughs> like the house is on fire and everyone's like, oh, my my desk. And he's just putting out the little fire on the desk and everything else is ablaze around you is kind of how he was watching everything. But um, I didn't he didn't interrupt or anything because I guess he just like there's no point. I think it was a lot of his reasoning and then like i also got to flip that a little bit and bring it back around as wix and wix actually just was extremely like unassertive or innocent unassertive but he just he can't quite he doesn't want to interrupt blake would absolutely interrupt you or he just saw no point in doing it 
you know, it's just like you see two dogs barking. It's like, well, I'm not getting in the middle of that. Like, that's what he kind of was doing the whole time. But it was really difficult to do. And I just like, I feel like also he was just gathering data. He's listening to you all speak. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, okay, so it's this. And then he can present you with something pragmatic and conclusive, something you can take and use, which is all he cared about. Um, and yeah, it was almost impossible for me to do. <laughs> it was really difficult. What was that question again? What was the question of the... Uh, uh, the can Brad interrupt John's any... answer about <laughs> little no. little scenes that you really enjoyed that maybe flew under the radar that aren't like one of the big big ones that we've talked about? Mm, okay, uh, flew under the radar. Okay, yeah. no, I thought I thought it was like the scenes we wish or more of. Never mind. Yeah. Well, that's another question too. That's coming up. Oh. Mm, okay. Well, if you have that, you can answer that too. Is there any scenes that you wish were extended or scenes that you wish you could have had? A full episode of Autumn on a Bench, Forrest Gump style telling stories. Yep. Mm -hmm. oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Totally. People agree. come and sit at the bus stop beside her, and she's just sitting there knitting and just, just chatting them to death. And mm -hmm. they're just wonderful older lady stories that you just go <laughs> mm -hmm, and just listen to. I, three hours of that. Yeah. Three hours of that. Yeah. yeah. I could have yeah. also tell done about existence. three hours of Dex and Autumn going back and forth. Like, oh just their, their back and forth moments. was hysterical. It was so good. So good. <laughs> God. I wanted to do a musical episode, but Brad said no. So you guys can stop asking me about I that. I still think we should have just done it. <laughs> I do. Throw it on him. Like the dust veil thing. We just start <laughs> singing, singing and he could either not or... Well, it, it would have been perfect because it should have been... The can't sing it, or rap I was going to have you do a rap battle with John. Instrument. It would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. <laughs> Autumn, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. That's oh, good. so good. That'll be next level, a Table Story musical. <laughs> oh, I want to do it. Mark my words. Yeah, but anybody else with uh, small moments that you really enjoyed? I, I loved the one shots so much. Yeah, that's I, and another I know that's question. Such a, I, I'm, I'm not picking a moment, but like those. And, and I'll be honest, I was like net like once again, I've learned a lot to just trust and like a lot of things that I just yeah. always did. But like I would secretly be like, well, I don't think this is a great idea. Uh, <laughs> and then like after one shots, I was like, this is the this is the best. It's this so refreshing. Entire show Can we a... flash back to like months ago when mm. PB wanted to jump a couple weeks ahead? Yeah. And John was he like, was right, oh, I lost my shit. He was yeah. right, though. He was right, though. Guys, he was I right. lost my shit. A couple weeks. And now he's like, fuck it. Future, fuck it. let's do it. <laughs> Anything. Anything. I loved it all. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. It was I, I love how everyone in the show was willing to go along with whatever craziness anyone else came up with. Yes. It was the whole thing was a trust fall. It was like, yeah. I hope that we're cool and we're having this conversation. <laughs> and and even when we were arguing, like with, with uh, Blake and Autumn, it was still really intense. And they were both like, really like they had conviction you know and they were like well fuck you too then and it, it was it was just like well we're doing this we know we're arguing and brad and i were like afterwards we we're like i'm so sorry are you okay <laughs> like we we would like message each other like fuck i'm really sorry about really sorry about autumn he's like no man blake was just if he hadn't done that it would have been like we wanted to stay true to the characters but but you know brad and i are just like well 
are you okay? You know, we want to make sure that everyone, it's, it's, it's comforting to know that your fellow castmates care about your mental well-being while you're role-playing with them. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's very like, ah, oh, this was so, it was such a wonderful thing to be a part of knowing that people had your back on role-playing and not just yeah. like, okay, well, I'm going to be angry at you. Have a nice day, you know, because that affects you. It affects you mm-hmm. whether you, whether you think about it or not. So really, really happy with that. We were able to ad lib and just bounce off each other like that. Do you think- One of the things that made um, <clears throat> made Nocturne so special yeah. is that yeah. after certain awesome. episodes, like I remember there was a couple episodes where I had to message Pax and be like, bro, bro, listen, <laughs> that wasn't me. I hope you know that. And I know that wasn't you, like with Simpatico, right? Like <laughs> no one's- So I treat RP, no, like, I put on my work hat. Yeah, exactly. He's like, it's- it, Whatever, yeah. and then he take it off. It's family game yeah. night and you're like, you snuck on Park Place and didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, little yeah. shit. When you put yeah. it away, you're like, okay, game's over. Well, yeah. to be fair, with Nocturne, like, Pax set the tone episode one by, I think he slapped another player and called yeah, them a bitch. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, yep, yep. it was, your, yep, it was yeah. you. And he was like, shut up, you bitch, or something and like was, that. And I was um, like, amazing. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here amazing. we go. Look at yeah. Nocturne, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that yeah, was so was good. good. Do you think though that that ever wanted to be slapped before? Go on, I'm sorry. (laughs) Do you think that that trust fall aspect, Speth, is what helped you just take that leap during that autumn revelation? Because you messaged me and I wasn't like I had gone to go pee, and she had messaged me being like, "Is this like I could take this in a number of different ways?" And I had said like, "Do whatever, I trust you." And then I went up to go pee, and I came back, and she's like, "Is this okay?" And I'm like, "Yes, whatever you're doing, yes, it's totally fine. I totally am with it." But like, I am curious to to know like how you had the stones to just do that because that is such a crazy bold thing to do, and I'm so happy you did it. But like. You mean like to like take over the narration? Yes. For the, yeah. Uh, that that was well. That was that was a moment of. I hope I'm not stepping on PB's toes here because I definitely don't want to control the narrative. Yeah. But also. I'm going to control the narrative now because that that's a part of that's a part of gone. That was a part of like, holy shit, we're not who we think we are. So in in that moment, it was like, at least I have PB's permission to to do this. At least I have like her her blessing to be like, take it away, you know, Um, and it was it was a really fucking cool moment of like, oh, my God, I've never done this in in a a tabletop game before. That's Um, actually, yeah, segueing off of that, that's actually kind of like a, sorry, a spitball question, like you table story virgins, um, specifically John and Elspeth, Mm -hmm. from expectations to now. Oh, yeah. Like, because everyone else is like, we knew what we were getting into. This is just like ding, ding, round two. Like, we're ready. We're we're already covered in blood. Like, let's go. Let's (laughs) fucking do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. How was it from like the beginning? Like, oh, I don't know. Or how, just what's the process? How was the process from like signing up to today? Emotionally, whatever. I I think like I think I w- you could read me like a book at the end of every episode. I was just, <laughs> every time I was just like I I uh, fuck like every time. I literally think there could be a compilation <laughs> of me at the end of every episode, either tears in my eyes, upset, w- happy. How John uh, felt about speak. gone. And literally, <laughs> just literally it's just like, welcome, like, John. What? And everyone in the comments who had seen Nocturne was like, oh, you have no idea. Oh, this is, <laughs> normal. This is normal. And I'm like, what do you mean this is normal? Every episode felt like like a season finale. 
Mm, Every episode in its own right felt like this big, even if it was like, you know, quieter and and more chill, it just felt like this, like, oh my fucking God. Oh my fucking God. So I'm going to throw this question back at you and I want Elspeth to answer it as well. But real quick, what was this different than Nocturne? As far as like PB style, did PB style change? Were there any surprises for you guys as far as I would like to know this too, because I tried to do some things differently. So I'm curious to what you're going to say. Different? (laughs) Whatever that is. (laughs) (laughs) Like different in a sense of like, you know, like. I think what PB does, at least this is uh, just for me. I don't know if I'm talking for anybody else. What PB does to me is she wraps me in a blanket of set of security. This isn't a dark show. This isn't a dark show. It's not Nocturne. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Everything's going to be okay. Like you're just, you're picking a little kid to play. Like you're going to come in as an NPC. It's going to be funny. And now I'm dead. So <laughs> nine months later, like, so when a new show comes up, you're like, well, I mean, she won't do the same thing again. She got you. Right. She got you. She baited. Yeah. But I mean, I'm happy for it. I, I like, thought I was going to play a happy character. She <laughs> <laughs> did a little bit, a little bit. Hmm. One episode and kind of. <laughs> Lord, okay, that was. Good. But Elspeth, do you feel like? How do you feel like? Were you just? Because I know this is very different for you too. Like this was from, from like like the the beginning when PB messaged me. Uh, she basically was like, "Hey, do you want to be on this this uh, this new show I'm doing? It's uh, it, it's dark. It's it's you know science fiction. It's based around uh, like really like just just some really cool topics that I was." immediately on board with like mm-hmm. my, my favorite movie of all time is the matrix i think the matrix is fascinating yeah. i could watch that every single day of my life yep. and <laughs> this reminded me so much of that uh uh storyline in the matrix about like wow you're actually like not who you think you are i i love that i love that that humans are way more powerful than they give themselves credit for and this show was a perfect example of that it was a perfect example of you can, you can do this and although this may be fantasy i i think that humans are just haven't quite unlocked some shit yet yeah, i we think use like a small percentage of our brain right like a fraction yeah. right and so this show for me was like fuck i love like just busting out of that norm right like mm-hmm. like like the the what you expect from uh from a tabletop show was was not what I was expecting. Go, I was like, okay, this is going to be some weird mind game shit, and I'm mm-hmm. here for it, right? Like, I absolutely loved every episode because it always went a different direction. I was like, wow, I did not see that coming. And I sometimes I pride myself on being able to like predict movies and and the writing and stuff. I'm like, okay, here we go, good. I've seen this movie before. This story was unique and colorful and sad and uplifting, and it was fucking incredible. So my my expectations were. Pfft, just they're blown, blown out of the off. water, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And we knew nothing I going know. into this. Nothing. When we nothing. made our characters, I'll say it again. PB said, make the most normal character you've ever made. Make a boring average Joe living in Louisiana. And I'm like, what? So wait, I, I'm not like a, I'm not, I don't have superpowers. No, of course not. You're just like a normal guy. You can work at a Starbucks. She I was like, lied. like, fuck a Starbucks. I was like, okay, I guess I'll just be like. I guess I'll just be like <laughs> my life if I kept playing music at 20. Like that kind of sounds cool. If yeah. I kept touring the world. I'm Man, like, there's a point during character creation, John, where you were like, 
or it was like a week or so after we had made everybody and you were like, hey, I'm actually like really excited to play an average Joe and just like the regular world. And I, I was sitting there like, oh, God. Oh, like, oh, I was just no. like, this is so weird because I come from shows where you're like, you're a rogue and you can be like, yeah, you can be like these like, you know, crazy dwarf characters with like accents. And I was like, okay, so just normal. I, I think I messaged you like, 10 separate times mm -hmm. like you just want normal you just want my normal, memories normal. to just be like normal memories like <laughs> your mom and dad got into a fight about money i'm uh -huh. like what the fuck like what is this Jesus, okay <laughs> how are you gonna do anything with this whatever uh, i'll trust you i was uh, so. about that as well yeah i'm like what's everyone else got on their sheets because mine sucks yeah yeah like there's no it's way this is a i can't that's, bring that's, this no you had so, you had was like crazy <sighs> shit on yours uh, i had some really boring crap i was like yeah, I dropped acid. Like yep. that, that Autumn was yep. like very, very average. You know, she was like sewing with her gram. I think the, the thing she, the craziest thing she did was like grow tomatoes in her toilet by accident. Yeah. That was her, that was a memory oh, of like. Oh, bless that's her. Sad. Like she Great legitimately memory. had a, a like just off the wall, you know, what, what the hell is, am I doing here? Like her memories are very all over the place. Um, but I guess you could call those number two markers. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Can I, can I go home? Right, thanks, can I guys. Home thanks for coming out. On the other side of that, though, I want to I want to mention like the people like the people who are uh, ostensibly supposed to be like the bit characters, the bit players. Yeah. Um, it felt like we were plotting against you, like. How are we gonna fuck their minds up? Like the hardest, the fastest. Like yeah. tell mm -hmm. like how how like how is it going to be when we go surprise, bitches? <laughs> like then ain't what you think it is. Like yeah. college freshman thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. every little thing was like lighting a different fuse. Like all of us had little like cherry bombs set up, and when we pop in, we go. I'm gonna give you a little nugget here, and then I'm gonna peace out for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, that was yeah. that was fun and interesting too, because like what it's I told you, good one. Dan. Yeah, what I told you guys, the rotators too, was also somewhat a lie. Like, so I told the main three characters, I was like, "You guys don't know anything." And then we sat down, and I was like, "Here's what you know for reality." But then there was still a of. surprise for you guys yeah. after that fact. But I. Yeah, yeah. I struggled with that because it, the whole point in trying to do it the way that I did it was the weird meta line. Like, I really wanted to see if we could push that and make you feel like you were, you know, like, oh, well, what I know is real because that's what I that's what I was given by the GM or whatever. And mm -hmm. so then that's the only way to, for me to really <clears throat> feel satisfied if you guys ever broke the narrator, if you ever broke out. You need to be breaking out of the boundaries that are set that you think are unbreakable. The rules that the, the rules. yeah the rules of the game that are un, unbreakable so yeah I love the wild. rules I what? loved it yes it was I still don't know the rules yeah there was a we lot of um, yeah one of the most <laughs> unique things about this was that us three specifically were told not to look at the book not or to look at the rule book yeah. to worry yeah. about the game um, yeah because ironically we had to learn what the game was and then stop playing the game yes yes like weird. Meta. You learned the world so first. fun, yeah. not the game. Which is so fun. It's my shit through and through to just be completely in character without, like, it's pure. I literally can't matter if mm -hmm. I want. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it, I think it word. gives you a sense of comfort too. 
because you just do whatever. You don't have to worry about anything else in the background because you know, you know, all you know is what has been given to you. So yeah, I think, I think that's interesting. It's a little extra work for me because I'm like, look, keeping track of your numbers and shit on your sheets. And sometimes you guys would roll for stuff and all it was, was you just didn't have enough point. You hadn't accumulated enough points to be able to do a thing. So you would fail, but it was fun watching you try to figure out, you know, like, well, why didn't it work this time versus that time? And yeah, mm -hmm. it was just, it was just really neat. Um, there was another question that I will actually answer since it's come up, but about um, home brewing the vagabonds and not using their, um, uh, it's called uh, Habitat in the book, and they absolutely were using Habitats. They're just using custom homebrewed stuff that I wrote for them. Um, but most of the other players, the, the, the rotators, were using um, uh, abilities that were in the book. It was only uh, the main three, Dex, uh, Autumn, and Blake, that had custom uh, uh, abilities, rather. I almost said spells. That's not what I meant. But custom <laughs> custom powers and abilities. So, yeah. Um, another question for you guys, for everybody. What was your favorite one shot? Mine Which ones were the sure. one shots? So Dust Veil, yeah. the scientists. So Violet's oh one God, shot. Yeah, so good. Violet's one shot, Dust Veil. Um, and then the, uh, D&D, the, the, the D &D, D &D, C Spire, D &D. and then the, the ship. ship. Yeah, those are four that come off the top of my head. I don't know if we did Which any others. The ship? the ship? The last one where you guys were all before uh, the, the flashback the flash oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 oh the flashback mm -hmm. yeah Ooh. So, yeah i really like the flashback oh, and the even though Among it's heartbreaking yeah that was like a one shot too D, D session was kind of nutty yeah it was pretty wild it was also crazy because brad was gming he just decided to gm for me and yeah, that was awesome. I have to just say this again because nobody notices this stuff unless you're a GM. It's really fucking hard to GM, period. What's even harder is to pretend like you are a bad GM while also simultaneously being a good GM and getting in all the things that I was throwing at him. Like, throw this in there, throw that yeah. in there. Yeah, right. and he just... When you're not the GM. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just... It was, it was flawless pacing, flawless GMing Amazing. while making it look like he was stumbling. Yeah. It was so good. Philly told me that day as well. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like right yeah. we were in the call, yeah. and you're like, "Well, yeah, oh, we we're on the calls. Like, who wants to be the GM?" Yeah. And you're like, "I guess I'll do it. I'll do it." Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, that it was early. I don't even remember that's how bad my memory is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I yeah, really enjoyed very... doing that because I, I, for me, as much as like you know, you say all those things, I would like I was having fun trying to just throw references in that were in the game that referenced. Because I had, like, you told me that I had to say, like, three things to Dex, like, yep. wake up, or, the, you know, there were, like, three things that you wanted me to so try and get crazy. across to him. So yeah. I kind of had, I kind of knew what was going on a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I got to just sprinkle in these little references and, I don't know, just stuff that made sense and mirrored. That was really fun to do. P.S. For anyone who ever watches that back, I had a full-blown panic attack during that episode. Really? <laughs> For, I was, you'll just see me, like, grabbing, like, my chest and shit. I was fully having a panic attack Which i could one? i was tripping balls <gasps> because it, it oh, was scaring God. me so much that it was like i just i was like going in and out of like reality of kind yeah. of thing and i just started my I heart was just oh, racing no, like crazy horrible. i was tripping out yeah which yeah. one is this the dnd &D episode it yeah, was good because episode, it played yeah. perfectly yeah, yeah. But but after man. we got done i was, you had to take a moment yeah gone. Oh. Yeah. 
Like, oh, kids are crying. Passed down the living room Ooh. watching yeah, TV. Yeah, at the end, at the end. Ironically, yeah. that was also classy Katie every other minute during every <laughs> other episode. Um, so, you think you're special? Sure? In Nocturne, I legitimately had some breakdowns. Oh, same. Used yeah. them heavily. They mm. were, it's, you get, if you got fuel, fuck it. I had a rough one in Nocturne, too, where I was like, Fucked up for uh, for a day or two, based yeah. on someone's performance. Packs. And you love the GM panic attack while you're still having to spin the plates. You're oh, also yeah. kicking over the sticks that they're on. Then you're like, "Why? Well, I, I don't know where I am." <laughs> I'm so I'm actually really surprised that I was able to keep it together as much as I did during the show. Because there were moments where I think if I had been like you know nocturne narrator i would have because with nocturne i was just present and i was there and i was like an observer but for gone ice very specifically had a like i was role-playing somebody the whole time for the most part so that that was a that kept me together <laughs> there were moments where i wanted to break down and i had to like bite my cheek and just be like fucking you cannot you cannot cry right now because if anybody knows this or when they rewatch it back there it's got to stay cohesive mm. i guess yeah so it was good. My favorite was the Dust Veil one. I liked them all, but Beautiful. I really liked that one. That was really good. Super fun. With the, with the goggles. The and the yeah, the machine. Yeah, yeah, the flying machine that they got oh, working. Oh, that one was yeah. the magic yeah. was of how we all made good. these yeah. one-shot characters separately. Yes. And they were just like... And they worked poof. together. Oh, it was so that good. That was amazing. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. And I know this wasn't a one-shot, but I really enjoyed Maury's Mountain. It turned out um, like I had oh, so, my I had episode. very different plans for like towards the end because I think we were aiming. I was personally aiming for like four or five episodes before <sighs> he left. And then the departure just happened organically. Like, and I was like, yep, it's happening now. Um, so, yeah, it was it was really, really good. But I, I really, really enjoyed the, the mountain. Yeah. I'm just flipping through Big the Rock book, Candy yeah. Mountain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if I if I hadn't like I was so close to just like I don't care, oh. I'm gonna fucking play it during the end credits and I'll just replace it for the YouTube version. But I'm really glad I didn't now, otherwise we'd be in big trouble. God. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck it. It'll I'm not sure if that's on Twitch. That might be uh, public domain. It's so yeah. old. Yeah, might be. Depends but on the recording. Depends on the recording yeah. version of it, and I didn't have time to look it up on YouTube. Oh, oh but yeah, 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 yeah. I pulled it yeah, up. Yeah, you played it from old brother so Ron now. I was so yeah. fucking <laughs> close. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Sorry. scientists. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That, that one was really tough. Yeah, yeah I think I agree. Happened to uh, something so dark and so like. Yeah. Like to try and tap, like try and become a character that. It's so unlike me, like the ends justify the means yeah. kind of a thing. That was mm -hmm. a, that was a challenge. I I love those those yeah. opportunities to challenge myself to put to put myself not only in somebody else's shoes, but somebody who I probably would detest. Yes. Mm -hmm. I recently we yeah. I don't know about Brad, but I we recently did that for the Vampire Show. It was six episode six grueling episodes of being like the worst person imaginable, and I just like can only do it for six episodes <laughs> i don't know if i could go any longer than that yeah, i do yeah. it for like four or five hours every day that's it <laughs> easy easy oh okay it's on a, a slow day yeah 
Oh, good. That'll be my next character. I'm going to be just a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm going to be Brad not having so many yeah. It's hard Plays to be a heel, eventually. man. Well, here's, the thing. here's the thing. It is very hard to that, be the asshole. The thing that uh, a lot of people, like actors and, and improv and, and role players and stuff, that I want to stress so hard is that if you're going to play a character that you yourself personally would not like, you have to find something about them like to like, like something you can understand. Yeah. Because you'll end up playing a caricature rather yep. than a real person. Yeah. yeah. That's yep. the hardest part. And that's the most like mentally taxing part. Yeah. Is when you get done, you're like, do I really, I don't really think like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I had this anchor that I built Where in there to keep me hooked to it. Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm capable of, of you understand. thinking of that. Or like, Why these actors go crazy. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. yeah. Character actors who get so into it. The and method actors and shit. Method actors get I, fucking going I nuts. was doing this thing for the vampire show where it was like, something would come up and throughout the week I'd be like, what would Sophia do? What would her reaction be during this particular moment? And it'd just be like throughout the day. And then it's like when the show's over and a thing happens and then I'm like, wait, no, that's a Sophia reaction. Like, I don't want anything to do with that. I, I'm glad I know what it would be, but I don't need to know it anymore. <laughs> Goodbye. You know, it's just, yeah, it's tough. It's yeah. Nope. I don't know. <sighs> Uh, okay, I have some more questions, but does anybody have, want to have an answer for the favorite one shot, KPP? Can I just put I you know. on the spot? No, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I like the Anyone Among Us KPP? thing just because it, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Um, I was only really a part of the ship one, so that one's my favorite, but I watched the other ones and they were yeah. all, I don't know, great in their own way. <clears throat> yeah. I was jealous I wasn't a part of the other ones. So I have to say, Shift which one were you fall. most jealous that you weren't a part of? That's really hard. Right in the feelers. Well, you were in the, you were in the flashback. You were in, oh no, you the weren't in the D&D &D one. Mm -hmm. Oh, just, and that. You were I a think... character that I created in the ship one, which made me think you were in it. You were Lore there. was in it, right? Lore was, Lore was in, in it, it captain, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I, That's why I, I thought think... you were in it. That's so weird. Yeah. I, in my, I honestly had to Memory. take a minute to go, like, was I in it? And I don't know. Like, I, that's right. really trippy. That's how trippy this um, show is. Yeah. yeah. I think, in a way, the D&D &D one, because I feel like I was a part of it, but I wasn't. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that one. Everyone was in it. I had everyone's head roll out of a bag yeah. at one point. All the, the nine heads. Yeah, I don't think we ever said oh that. But yeah, the nine heads. Oh, I did want to answer something, uh, if it's okay with you, Brad. Um, a lot of questions came in about Dust Veil and who the man in red was. Can I answer that, or would you prefer I not say anything? That shot yeah, runs. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Raja the Red from Brad's campaign Dustvale. And I also feel like you did a great impression of Felight Excalibur. Thank you. When you go back and watch it, it's actually a legit <laughs> impression. Um, which is, is that when cool. we see him? Me and Mari? Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, how did I get here? I don't even know how I got here. Yeah, because there's a moment in Brad's campaign where he disappears and goes somewhere and then comes back. And that's what happened. Fuck, yeah. that's so yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Some just weird, weird behind the scenes crap. So, yeah. Um, I'd like to open it up to you guys to ask each other questions. We still have some, but I'd love for you guys to have the opportunity to ask each other stuff if anybody uh, has anything. Uh, only fans when. <laughs> Uh, CK, uh, you had right. one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save you, Cord. CK, you uh, had a question, right? 
yeah, I wanted to ask Zeke this question. It's cheating because we live together, but I wanted to hear. I didn't ask him in private because I want to put him on the spot. Ooh, yes. Yes. How the hell would you redeem Maury? Like, how could Maury go on? Was there ever an option for Maury to survive and be a real functioning human? Ever. Don't say that um, about him. <laughs> I love all the characters. heartbreaking, but like when uh-huh. I contemplate, I mean, Violet had a lot of memories, but like Maury did it to himself. And like the whole reason he was driven was his kid. But like, is there a redeemable moment for Maury? Do you honestly think? I don't Do know. I- I'm very just curious. Do I think he could have been redeemed? Do you, in his eyes, in Maury's eyes, was he redeemable? Do you think he would have ever been at peace for any, no, any way no. other than what he did? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. That's the part of the reason why he, I think he told himself, he lied to himself saying that the, the experiments that he did, sure, means to an end. But after he had had time to think about what he had done, there's no like, there's no getting rid of that. There's no taking that out of your brain, unless mm-hmm. you, unless you like, like it's like a drop of poison in a glass of water. He just kept adding more and more water mm-hmm. to try and dilute the poison, but the poison's still there. God, that's. <clears throat> um, that's awesome. and that's why at the end, yeah. like towards the end of his his run it was he didn't want redemption he just wanted to be useful mm-hmm. that's the only thing that was left for him he didn't have anything else his he knew his son was long gone there's nothing else driving him the only thing that he could figure that would be doing the most good was to have a use and that's what yeah. he did that's what he tried to do and then it was completely nullified <laughs> which is hilarious which i think is, is just desserts it's like I'm going to facilitate this happening. Oh, you didn't need me? Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah the, the, kind of a fitting end, so to speak. Yeah. How did he yeah. actually yeah. make it up that mountain? I don't know if any PB can answer this. Like, I don't know how he wasn't weighed down. I'm guessing every other time he was weighed down to the point where he wasn't successfully able to make it to the top and the, like, they shared the load between them. Is I'll, that let, the only... I'll let Zeke answer this one. Because it was his to... journey up the mountain. Yeah, if he didn't feel um, like he was redeemable, I think carrying that guilt. I think it was. He finally was able to accept the truth, but it wasn't about his son. You see, like the, his memory yeah. at the very end was, choose you me, choose the mountain, or choose your son. And he chose. And at that time, he like he was at finally at the point after however many journeys where he was able to go. You know, able to forget it. And say there's nothing to be done about that. This was never about my son. This was always yeah, about me and what I wanted. Free. Yeah. Yep. Sad. I regret my question. I have a question for you, CK. Um, do you think do you think that Violet is redeemable? Because she did some pretty shitty things as well. I don't think so, and just because she's so young. I think the peace she found in the end of being absorbed again into Nibiru was honestly what she wanted all along. Yeah. Like, just like the sheer happiness, the joy on the ship, you know, having a family, like her family, her cornerstone was a family. And that's why she would like continuously just pull people out and hope for someone to stay and be with her. Like she just had this drive to collect people. 
because that's was her instinct was to get her friends back. And I think like once she got all the memories of like the ship and the happiness and the joy they had and like the relationships and then what she had done to recover that. It's mm. I think it was almost as bad as Maury. Yeah. So, so this is a question for everybody. I mean, and this is just a general question, but like, is there a difference between like intent here where Maury was aware of what he was doing when he was doing these bad things, but you know, the ends justify the means. Whereas Violet was doing these horrific things, but she didn't really, she was like lied to and manipulated. Does it make a difference? Yeah, I would say so. It's kind of like brainwashing. She's mm. not really in control of it. I would say that there's a yeah. little bit of redemption probably there for her more so than Maury. Sorry, Zeke. Mm -hmm. No, no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> mm. I think it's also when you're presented with what you're doing, how you react, that I think determines if you can get your redemption or not. Because Violet immediately was like destroyed because of realizing what had yes. happened, like when she got her bracelet back and had her memories mm. went, yeah. oh no, that's what I've been doing. Yeah, and, finally and her it, like drive made sense. And I think that would have driven her. Yeah, and we saw her like you did a great job with the character. And I know you and I talked about it like off screen to like kind of work through it. Like she yeah. immediately was like, I don't know if I can even look at Reckon anymore. Like, yeah. I know what I did to him. I was the reason he's like this. Like, mm -hmm. I can't I can't deal with that anymore. Yeah. And I thought like the whole cool. conclusion at the end between you and I was a very beautiful conclusion of that story. When I, I was looking back at like the first couple episodes you and I were together in. And the way we ended together, I thought it was really pretty. Horror, I'm not going to cry. I hate this. Um, I saw something pop up that I heard you two talk about, uh, Cord and uh, Katie, uh, that I thought you might want to mention. Some, somebody says they're a bit surprised by hints of a relationship between Run and Violet because of like how young Violet was. But I think they're misinterpreting what you were putting yeah. out. Would you like to comment on that? Yeah. I mean, I didn't have any hints. I was going for more like a father-daughter. That's what I mean. She idolized I think they're, him. I think they're misinterpreting so. the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a creep because she was very like um, mature and emotionally wise. She was a little bit older because she'd been on Nibiru for God. She doesn't even know how long. Like she was technically the first to wash up. Yeah. And start pulling people out. And so she has no idea how long she's been there. But probably mature wise, a little bit older. But she was a young like like a like a you know, an intern yeah. on the ship. So I think she was more like looking for someone strong to idolize. And he was the guy that saved everybody, you know, yeah. like why? And she always wanted friends and that made you feel valuable. So I think <clears> she was like, <throat> it was more of an idolization than anything. Cool. Sorry if it feel, felt weird. No, no, no. I just thought it, mean to be it weird. was good to, no. good to clarify it because. No, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I at least twice. Yeah, I was going for like a sister thing with lore, like just brotherly sister. Oh, yeah, okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. Brothers yeah, and I can sisters tell that. who kiss. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> fine. Well, All yeah, right, we're, we're you know, okay. in the waters. Yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> <totally> <laughs> go there, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, does anybody else have any other questions for each other about your characters or about the show? <sighs> Probably. Wow. Right so, now, can't think of any. KPP, can did I you ask? say, yeah. Yeah, Pax, was there anything you wanted or wish you could have done with Adam that you didn't get to? Great question. Uh, sure, but I can't even think of it anymore. I mean, I've already written that off. <laughs> I just went with what I had and then, you know, life hit me and wasn't able to do it. But I, 
I try not to think of like what could have. Yeah. Because if you start doing that, then you're just lining yourself up for a potential failure. Yeah, or uh, just yeah. disappointment in what actually yeah. did happen. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I try not. I mean, obviously, you still do. Like, oh, yeah, that'd be so cool if this happened. But you try to, like, put that on the back so that you don't, yeah, you don't line it up like that. Um, I think the biggest thing would be if there's something I wish to do was just, I guess, drive a little more a supportive role uh, a little bit longer just, just for the sake of connecting with someone else a little deeper uh, from the main cast, particularly yeah. because that, that was what we signed on for was to be like a, you know, an accent to the mains. I, I just was... wanted to have a little, little chance, a little more chance just to yeah. kind of grow on one and mm-hmm. then, and then cut the ties and fuck it up and make them feel miserable. Let's just, just, just so oh, they can God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that stuff, man. <laughs> I, poetry. I was really interested in Classic. the Dex Adam dynamic. When Adam saved Dex and was like, yeah. you know, yeah. and then he was like, oh man, this is my savior twice now. He literally was. Yeah. He was yeah. my savior. And then, I, like, had, would... I had mental notes of like, yeah. how am I going to approach each of the three in the back of my head? So if it was, if I was stuck with Dex, I was going to do this. If I was stuck with Autumn, I was going to do this. If I was stuck with Brad's character, I was going to do this. And, but keep it obviously true to being a responsive, responding robot. Yeah. So I don't, get, I don't get a lot of freedom in that sense. But I had ideas. Whoever it was going to be, I was looking forward to seeing like, like, all right, I'm going to make you like me, and then I'm going to fu- leave you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was well, you idea. did it with Laura. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. And, and I mean, us, yeah. <laughs> but like the and viewers. All of us, I mean, yeah. yeah. That uh, was hard. Yeah. That thing um, you recorded was. Oh my god. That. I didn't. I I just sat there and spoke. Yeah, but you monotone. read it and you. Yeah. yeah. Monotone. I did not want to be here that day. Yeah, that day was tough. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but it was it was good. It was a very good day. I, it's a fun story that I think I actually shared already, but I wrote that in the emergency room after I'd been hit by a car <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> I was like, it? so yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, here, here's what, here's what I'm thinking about, about how do you tell someone a thing when you know you're going to die? Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, I think I have a couple more. Um, some are, this one's a really good one, but I don't know if it's kind of putting everybody on the spot, but what are some themes that happened throughout the show that made you kind of reflect in your real life? Or was there anything that changed your perspective from the show in real life? Which I think is a really interesting question. Yeah. Uh, I personally am very much like Dex in the sense of wanting to make everyone happy. Mm -hmm. And it made me really realize that uh, hardcore to the point where like when you try and make so many people happy, you end up actually hurting people more because you're like, trying so hard to make this group and that group and like your family and this side of the family and that side of the family. So it kind of like just woke me up on that, uh, in that sense. It was like just trying yeah. just too much. Yeah. Yeah. Then I feel like, that. are you even happy? Like if yeah. you're just trying to make everyone happy, are you? So like making those choices and sticking mm-hmm. with it and, you know, putting your yeah. foot down. That was just eye opening for me. It was similar for, for- for myself like but but not on the the making them happy but trying to help because that's, yeah. that's how i built reckon's character mm-hmm. was he just wanted to help and everyone um, hated him and everyone <laughs> hated him yeah like it was the great intentions but he i mean he wasn't great at executing it either like that's why i really liked his and runs relationship was 
all he wanted to do was help run, but he probably hurt him more in a lot of ways because of that. And he couldn't recognize it until like way, way later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was just like, ooh, you can't help those that don't want to be helped. Like, mm. you know, and it's mm -hmm. good to like have that reinforced mm. as a thought. Like they don't want it. It doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want it. Done. That's it. You should just Ugh. move on. Like, Unless which sucks. Sneak up behind you with a memorex tool. Well, yeah. Until then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the scene where I just got to like suck your neck with the memorex tool, or like I was pushing <laughs> memories was back awesome. in. That was awesome. That was yeah, a really fun scene. So <laughs> I really like that one. Entertaining. Not that I like to force things on people. Right. Fancy. I would never. He likes it. <laughs> I feel like um, <laughs> for me, like there's a lot about identity that we talked about throughout mm -hmm. this whole show, which I really, I don't know, like finding out who you are as a person, but also there's a lot of stuff with Lore's arc that was like letting go of things, yeah. which I think kind of paralleled with some things in my own life that I really liked. And then like also the realizing that you're enough, no matter where you come from or what you did and that kind of stuff and finding a group that accepts you for that. I didn't expect the show to really kind of delve deep, like mm -hmm. into my own mind. Yeah. And so it differs from Nocturne in that way, but I really appreciated the discussions and it was like philosophical a lot of the times. And I ended up walking away thinking about it throughout the week. Like, yeah. oh, that's an interesting way to put it. And getting perspectives from everybody else in the cast too, which yeah. is from their characters was really cool. Yeah. I, I took a lot away from the conversation between Lore and Blake about how Blake is like, I just don't interface with the world that way, but that's okay. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, I don't need to change. You can't to to be enough, which was really, yeah, really I, good. I like that. I don't know. Metaphor Mountain was really good. Yeah. I, I really like that. And uh, sorry, Brad, for yelling at you weekly. I will miss that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sorry? Uh, yeah. Yes, mm. I don't want to yell at Brad, but I mean, we Dari. are sorry. 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 I don't want to yell at Brad weekly. I don't know. I just... Yeah, I think it's... Um, I think it sounds fun. Um, yeah, no, that's interesting, though, because I I feel the same way. I, I uh, like, I just played the character where, where everyone else felt like they were discovering themselves. I played a character who kind of already knew himself, but was not accepted a little. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. he didn't necessarily discover himself, even though in the literal sense he did. He already was himself and he was okay with it and fine. It didn't affect his decision making, how everyone thought of him, or he didn't really have any um, anxiety that made him question his decision making necessarily. He just had theories. He just saw theories and different, you know, um, things that he would posit and test and experiment with. Um, so I kind of did it the other way around. And so for, for my character, it was actually kind of fun playing somebody who's, it wasn't, I wouldn't, like confident is a is a bad word, but I'm not good with words. So um, he was confident in who he was. And then trying to get that across to people was was yeah. more interesting for me yeah. than, like specifically, I think with Law, where at the end he got to be like, I'm just me. This is who I am. You know, it doesn't, so it, it, he's just Blake, you know, or he's Wix or he's Lucian or he's Accent, you know, that's just who he is. Um, so that was a, an interesting one for me to think of, I guess. Um, even if some people don't accept that. 
and think yeah. it really mattered, you know, to me or him. Anybody else before I ask some quick gunshot questions? This is the, are we still on the, the deep one about character yeah. stuff? Um, yeah, like yeah. what you took away from the show or anything that kind yeah. of helped you or changed your perspective in real life? Yeah, Run has changed my perspective in a lot of things. Uh, delving into a character that is never really there uh, for reasons um, being his own, um, whether it be drugs or whether it be just his memory, uh, was a, was really easy for me to just grab onto and express. Um, and being in that perspective, it's been really helpful for me to be a better listener and to be in the moment. Yeah. Um, because there's many times where he wasn't in the moment because he never would allow himself to be in the moment uh, because he was always afraid of which moments he always had to face. Um, and I and I have grown up and still have and, and am figuring out in my 32 years how ADHD works. Uh, and a lot of us, I think, are too, not just here in the call, but just everyone across the world. Um, and uh, whether it's whether it is uh, growing up in a, in a world or a society or a schooling system that doesn't... Uh, uh, that doesn't um, help or uh, anyway, it's care. the care, yeah, um, or anything like that. But delving into run and having these uh, a character who just doesn't, um, who just isn't there because by choice uh, was really easy for me to reflect on because. Uh, there are plenty of times in my life where I will have conversations with people and or events will happen, but I'm super hyper-focused on something else or I'm distracted, but so much distracted that I don't remember what happened. And then I am embarrassed about it. And then I will just nod like I knew what <laughs> happened. Um, and then... So and then... Run did so that just, a lot. Like, oh, yeah, okay. and run, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. run later. Like, run, we're, and what are we doing here again? Yeah. And we told you that. Oh, right. And so it was just... Um, oh. Yeah, and it's just this, uh, it, was, it was very easy, and, I, and there was a lot of those times where I felt like people were talking to me, and it was nice to know that I, they weren't talking to me, but to recognize where in run those things were, yeah. and recognize where I was, and how I can, as Cord, be a better listener, and be in the moment, uh, and, 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 and do these things, and, and to be... And just to be better for it. So, like, that's what I love about role playing is to throwing your giving yourself. Yes, it's all it's it, for a lot of people. It's all about acting and being. Oh, how was I today? Blah blah blah. But um, over the years, it's been more of a really donning that role and being at that therapeutic piece uh, of finding the character. What's interesting about this character? Where is your anchor? Like we spoke about before. What what ties you into that character? Uh, and then from there, when you're safely find that strand of you and that character branching out and exploring uh what makes them them and what what differs them from you yeah. and how you can change from it so i think um just a lot of a lot of run and a lot of the experience a lot of the perspectives uh from all these characters and him interacting with with everyone has helped me a lot so thank you everybody mm. word to that dude yeah does anybody else have an answer to this one or can i continue with a couple couple quick questions and then i have Another can, you, can you repeat the question? Yeah, it's just, uh, did you take away any of the themes or the philosophies from the show? Did they change or shape you outside of the game as well? I, I would say, honestly, like role play in general has made me a better listener. Just when Myth said that, like that rang in my head, like just learning to step back and 
allow silence fucking kill me. It's the hardest thing in the world, but it's really just role playing in general and doing, you know, D&D &D and stuff with friends has really given me this allow it to be quiet for a minute. It's yeah. cool, which is kind of just a life skill in general. Zeke, did you mm -hmm. have an answer as well? It seemed like you were going to say something, but well, I'm not sure. I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to like like answer the the question as best I can as far as themes from the show. Yeah. Themes of identity or the philosophy or the mind cage, I guess was one that we touched on for your <clears> mind. I mean, every every like session or season, I guess, of role playing that I do um always teaches me a little bit more about myself every time but this this show specifically <clears throat> um the I mean, the idea that that who we are is just our memories that was a fun thing to like to think about like yeah. you don't have your memories like you take away every single memory someone has and then they're just left with knowledge not yeah. like how to speak, how to write. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's an interesting concept. Uh, yeah. For the show too. like, just in general, when I sat down to write it, I was like, that's, that's something that's very near and dear to me because through my own life journey, I have had to come to terms with like some bad shit that happened when I was young. If I got rid of it, I wouldn't be who I am today. And so mm -hmm. now, in a weird way, I still, I hate to use the word cherish, but I understand that it's very needed for me to be where I am today. And I wouldn't mm -hmm. just give it away. So when I found this rule set that uses trades memory currency, I was like, that's such an interesting idea and a very challenging role play situation where you could be becoming a different person week to week because of what you're trading away. Now, we didn't we didn't do a lot of that a save from run who gave away a lot of his memories all the time but that's one aspect of the show that i i mean i'm very happy with the way gone went and i wouldn't change it for the world but i am interested in that and i would have liked to see more of that maybe or i'd be interested in uh what gone would have been had it been more about kind of like trading that and and shifting and changing in that way uh it would have been a very different story i think um but yeah, that does intrigue me as well. That's one of the ones that gets me. Um, so I have some bullet questions for you guys. Brad, why did Blake dance? <laughs> um, I think because I, I think there's two reasons. One, I think maybe it was one of the only times I did meta a little bit. I wanted him to have some kind of character arc and not just remain relatively staple, you know, in his ways and have that just he didn't really learn anything. Mm -hmm. Um, that was kind of my addition. Two, I think also he thought that maybe, from his perspective, he Nibiru or something was questioning him and seeing if he could, I don't know, go beyond himself and think outside of his own ways. And maybe he it it wanted him to dance with Autumn and and Dex and to just let go. And like the reason he's struggling to see these answers. Um, is because he's just, he never, one place he's never looking is, you know, where everyone else is kind of looking, like in the here and now, <laughs> enjoy yourself, be free, relax. 
Um, and maybe that's the reason he's been trapped here for so long. And maybe he came to that conclusion. I just thought it would be nice to see him actually let loose. Mm. It would be kind of, it works in one of his theories. And also it's just nice to see him actually relax for once and let go and accept. It's a nice thing where he kind of accepts the way they are and they accept the way he is. And there's a blend there that you can do. So, you know, you probably danced awfully, but he danced. I think that was really all I was thinking at the time. I think that's a beautiful answer. Mm-hmm. K- KPP, what is Lore's scar, if you're willing to share on her face? Where did it come from? I kind of like the idea of keeping that secret. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. But, yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot I think that we didn't dive into with Lore, so I don't know. Is there anything that we didn't dive into Lore that you'd be willing to share? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, did people figure out what my... Uh, your revelation my revelation they didn't uh, but you're welcome cool. to share those things because they're amazing yeah i'm from it was the dreadlands yep um, and then also a revelation of the mourner which is why she cried uh black <laughs> drug-like tears what was yeah. that what uh, sorry you cried uh, what, what? yeah, <laughs> <She> yeah. Cried? <laughs> um so i think what was really interesting do you want to tell them like about what's in her Cause that's that's lore that we yeah. never saw. It's up to you though. I don't want to share it if you don't oh, want to no, share that, it. That's fine. There's a lot because you earlier you said, are there any memories you wish we shared? And I was yeah. like, no, because they're all so damn depressing. Like yeah. lore found memories that she thought were intended for her but weren't, and so she took on all these depressing dark memories. So essentially, what the tears that would come and stuff, she had what was like in an essence a parasite mm. within her. That kind of personified depression in my head a bit, and it it ate away at her. And so she was always looking to try to fix that. And that's what a lot of this stuff came from. So I'm kind of glad we didn't tackle some of these memories. Yeah, some of them are pretty rough. Uh, but yeah. yeah, she has a um, a, paras- a parasite that's called a nightmare, which is actually in the rule book. So she is actually ill, um, which is insanely awesome that we sad that we didn't touch on it but yeah it was a really cool tidbit that i think we didn't discover about her um okay next shotgun question pax why a robot <laughs> why not yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can love robots sorry you, we know you love robots <laughs> I know. We do you have anything know. more to expand on that or no it is a shotgun question. You don't. I think to. it just came from your excitement, really, when we were when we were spitballing about ideas and stuff like and that. You were like, and "Is anybody thinking?" It's true. And I, you just started just going on this crazy tangent about the AI virus and stuff. <laughs> you, can, you, can, <laughs> you can hear the pitch of your voice. I'm like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I did. I I'm did. watching your streams of little desk robots. You just go nuts about. Look what he's doing. <laughs> I'm going to be a plant in your next campaign. God. (laughs) Can you be a robot plant? Walking plant. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. Now that I think about back on it, I did get very excited talking about the AI and how it was like consciousness is a disease in this rule book. And I was like, that's so cool. Okay. What was one thing that we never discovered about Adam? If you're willing to share. You don't have to. We did, didn't discover about Adam. Yeah. We didn't really go into the creators of him. Like Dex asked, there was there was something that Dex said for a moment. I kind of hinted at it about like avoiding those people. Mm-hmm. 
But we never did to go down that avenue, which was going to get like domestic nan involved and a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And it, it was it was like a, a potential branch to something which never ended up coming to fruition anyway. Yeah. So on the whole, which is fine. I guess that would be the one thing. Yeah. That we never really touched on. Plus uh, the fact that we never got to really touch on the uh, lore when it came to uh, her parasite and stuff like that because it was yeah. always she helps me, I help her thing. So we never really mm-hmm. got to play tennis with that. But yeah, yeah, probably those two things. Cool. Thank mm-hmm. you. Cord, mm-hmm. why an addict? And is there anything about Run that we didn't discover that you're willing to share? Why an addict? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I think uh, we decided just like in passing how cool it would be. Uh, I think it was uh, someone sells memories. Um, and then I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, and then, um, and then I, I think in passing, I was like, oh, okay. And I thought somebody else grabbed that. And then later, like maybe a week or that week before episode one, mm-hmm. uh, they were like, no, I thought you were taking, I thought you were taking the, the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the one who sells the memories. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, and then so I was trying to figure out how that would work, uh, and then how a character that is selling all of their memories would stay sane, and um, mm-hmm. and I feel like that would probably be the best grasp of it is not necessarily what they're thinking because if you can't think of anything, um, because you are let's say in some sort of catatonic state because you don't remember what you just went through because you actively traumatically took it out of your brain, what do you feel? And how do you make feeling it better? And I feel like they would, it would be absolutely, it would be just a gateway to addiction uh, towards trying to, however, like, oh, my chest hurts a lot because of the gravity here. Why is that? Oh man, I, if only I remembered why, I'm gonna keep smoking. I feel better now. And then they keep smoking the crash and then, and then it's just an, ad, an addiction forms and then the same thing with, so I think that's just kind of how, uh, I think it just kind of went hand in hand with the concept of him selling. Yeah. Or trading or being, or being a, and I think him also being a, like a, he was um, an adrenaline junkie in the simulator, but he was yeah. terrified and a survivalist outside of the simulator. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that we didn't uncover? Oh, wait, sorry. Out. Everyone has been asking who's his roommate. I don't know if yeah, you want to answer uh, that or not. So I had a name in mind that was Vendaya. Uh, and he mentioned it in one of the one of the episodes. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of uh, like Easter eggs about the character that I just kind of breezed across, uh, and that was one of them. Um, and, but I, as far as the rest of, of anything about them, they were a shepherd, and their name is Vendaya. Uh, or that was also interpretation because I really wanted to give that one uh, over to PB for any reason if we wanted to use it. So it was just kind of an open ended uh, an open ended nugget about my character that so that Phoebe could have. So. I will share with, uh, I think Dan and I came up with uh, an answer for you, or we had one, uh, and that is that Run had an altercation with the roommate, right? And the roommate mm-hmm. has passed away. <laughs> he killed yep. his roommate uh, yep. over drugs, and then Reckon yep. has been lying to him about it this entire time. Like, oh, your, oh, your roommate's God. just gone. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I it all kind of worked out, and yeah, and I, and I forgot about that scene happened, and then that scene happened, uh, and that was and that was perfectly fine too because I made that character just as a subject we can spin off of or not, or they could be alive or not or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and it definitely worked out for yeah 
great, some great storytelling. So thank you, both, us, both empty, empty, empty room, empty roommate. Yep. And also, why that room was kept up very yeah. well. It would have been Reckon was was going was, and was keeping it up. Yeah, he was hiding it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh -huh. that his roommate's room. Reckon was keeping it to make yep. it to, make to it keep the illusion like, going. Yeah. And I think yeah. that we decided as a group, the three of us, that you asked him to do it. You asked him to take it from you. The memory. Yeah, you wanted the the memory of oh, you. Yeah. 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 Killing the, your roommate yeah, gone, yeah. and that I, that yep. I reckon would have yeah. promised to. And in that way, like reckon was uh well, that's the next shotgun question for Dan. So, um, I will immediately just go into that. Dan, um, why a secret robot, and was it difficult playing an enabler, uh, to Oof. run? And then, is there anything we didn't learn about reckon that you would like to share? Oh, um, secret robot. One, I just wanted. I, I mean. I'll be completely honest. I love playing characters that are weirdly complex and that you don't know what their motives are. Um, you don't say. Yeah, <laughs> bizarre. Uh, I just, I just like complexity. I don't like. Uh, no, no, not to say that anyone on the show was 2D in any way, shape, or form because they were not. Um, but yeah, it was. I, I really wanted that. And I wanted like a character that really struggled with their own identity um yeah. in a show about identity yeah uh, especially um because yeah like for i mean just to like to pull up like a little bit into like my own self i have mild it's very mild but i have mild body dysphoria um not in like male female size just like me seeing my own image and being like uh, that mm, no um and it just it happens you know and, and people experience that in ways shapes or forms differently but i wanted to kind of lean on that a little bit for reckon and have him constantly going this isn't my body yeah uh which was yeah. super fun with the theme of you are your memories yeah so it made it a very very fun dynamic because it'd be like nope he knows he knows who he is from day one he knew who he was he just didn't feel like it I thought uh, that was which, very powerful the way you played him. I really, I think that will speak to a lot of people. So thank you for playing him. Heartbreaking, man. He, he eventually eventually got what he wanted. Mm -hmm. So it worked out. Um, oh, gosh. What was the follow-up? Oh, being uh, an enabler. Anything? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was being an enabler. That was, that was tough. Uh, yeah. Kind of like what I mentioned with the, I, I built his character and the, he wants to help. He only wants to help. And yeah. so he, he, I basically had to play constantly being angry with himself for enabling <clears throat> and at the same time knowing that it wouldn't help Run. Yeah. If he didn't do it, Run would do it himself and eventually make it worse. So it was an in-between of, if I don't do this, he's going to get worse. If I do do this, he's never going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that was a... Yeah, that that's caused that was that that great friction there for sure. Um, things that I didn't get to show off with Reckon though. Almost all of his AI memories were about music. Yeah, you got um, bonuses when music was playing, like during simulation yep. and stuff like that. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. A little tidbits. Uh, for that. And I thought that would have been really interesting with because uh, Dex and him did barely got to to talk, mm -hmm. and Dex was a musician, and there would have been a really interesting potential connection there uh because that was what hard yeah well that's what woke <laughs> up reckons uh ai was music mm -hmm. um he was a cleaning bot uh and then he started and, uh, singing along right 
he started singing along. Uh, he cleaned barges and uh, eventually was at a uh, like an orchestra style like concert is what he cleaned, and that woke him up. Um, and so that that was a fun uh, a fun time. Um, but yeah, thank you, yeah. hmm? uh, John. Yeah. Why the blue and green eye? And was there anything we didn't discover about Dex that you're willing to share? So I'm going to be honest. The blue and green eye was something at the beginning because PB was like making boring, making boring. Yeah. I was like, like, I want to make no, no (laughs) motherfucker. Okay. He's going to be boring as can be, but he's going to have two different eyes. Deal with it. Okay. So, so funny that you say that, John. Because when you made him with the blue and the green eye, I knew that's what you were doing. Because I literally told you, I knew you were breaking the rules. So I wrote that blue-green eye into the show because I was like, drive it home. That that might be your way out. That might be your way out. Breaking the rules. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. The (laughs) moment you gave me that character, I was like, oh, that's a big. I'm not going to be normal. I'm not going to be as normal as you want me to be. And I loved it. Why you like? You knew I was going to do that. You yes. knew I was yes. not going to listen. I, I was hoping, I was hoping that you were going to not listen and and you didn't. You, you kept trying to, you kept trying to break out really early. Yeah. I was very, very yeah, happy very about early. that. So, yeah. And it's so crazy because I remember when Brad, as Blake was saying, like, or as Lucian was saying, dude, you got to stop doing this so much because it could be bad. Yeah. And I remember being like. That's so true. And it mm-hmm. definitely held honed me back a little. Yeah. Because otherwise I would have just kept going crazy. Ice cream sandwiches for you. Fucking uh, let's throw a party over here. A birthday party. Like, let's just like cast stuff. I was having, that was like one of the most magical moments was just like, hey, blank slate. Do whatever the fuck. You, like, go. Oh, have fun. And it was just like, for me, like, I'm just like, I'm like a, 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 a 14-year-old trapped in a, 32 year old 31 year old's body like i'm just like a kid at heart still so i was just like anything like i can anything. <laughs> yeah. like let's go uh so that was magical what was the second part of the question can i just say real quick that also mm-hmm. um one of the reasons i thought that was because you were just going like ape shit with it i was and then i was like i'm like he's playing an addict you know and he's just binging and there's always a cause and effect there's something you're you're True giving something to take this much and i was like oh i wonder if that's something pb and i never told pb this and this is why you cannot always trust pb's facial expressions but brad when you first had said that like i was dead set watching pb i was just like and when you said it pb did like one of those like eyebrow raises like "Mm -hmm," like little (laughs) t the fuck the the t thing Mm -hmm. literally the t thing and Mm -hmm. and i was just like oh shit i need to calm down I'm going to ruin this show. Like I'm oh, going to there were There were consequences behind the scenes. 100% he was right. I was using the, pa- yeah. I was using, right. I was using the, like, consuming like some yeah. mana, which was memories. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. And no, it like depends a little bit on roles and like how much pool you had, but um, like you had the potential. But I was each- also getting stronger, right? Yes. It was like a, it's like every time you used it, you got stronger, but there's a risk that it's like, and like with anything, you skateboarding, yeah. you're going to get better, but you can also bail and break your arm, right? Like there's... Oh, you can only. You were yeah. drawing it from Nibiru as well. Though. Yes. So you were drawing yes. power from Nibiru, which I, I feel like it's probably more like you were getting more skillful as opposed to stronger. You were mm-hmm. still drawing yes. the energy from somewhere. Yes. 
And let's yeah. just say that like one of the options at the like you could have just you guys could have used your powers and become so strong that you there wasn't an option at the end, right? Because all of your energy is oh, coming from Nibiru, right? So you could have it could have gone a very different direction if you had continued just Same. like using that. So yeah, it was an option. But, uh, one thing I would like. What was the second part of the question? I want to make sure. Um, I is there it, or... anything that we didn't uh, uncover about Dex that you're willing to share? Uh, yeah, Dex had a really dark arc behind him uh, about his uncle who used to beat him growing up. So like he had this perfect childhood, but he never talked about his uncle who was like a major sports fan and like heavily into like, you know, football. And he was like the rough, tough, like uncle and, every, and, and would just like literally beat his ass. And like Dex's parents like never really knew, but like also like his dad was kind of like, come on, you're a man, you're a, you're a man. Like, don't let yeah. it, well, he, he punches you around a little, no big deal, you're good, buddy. Mm. Uh, but my mom is like a very mother, like, that's why I was always like, I'm spoiled, I'm a spoiled kid. Like, I had everything, I had money and all that. But one thing I do have to let the audience know, which I was not, and you can yeah. never go into role play with an idea. And I did, and I'm glad it didn't happen, because it, or it didn't happen because it wasn't natural. Yeah. But I have to, because I've been geeking out about this with PB, and it honestly, like, I think two nights ago, I was like sitting there just like tearing up thinking about it. And I was just like, so beautiful is you guys made shirts on it. Like some, some of yeah. Miss oh, friends yeah. made shirts, yeah. uh, the Dex Ollied. Um, and, and I was so excited in the last episode. It just never came to, it never happened, but I wanted to look at you all in the audience and say, thank you. I remembered that I Ollied because you guys gave me. <gasps> Really? Is that all? <laughs> we lost him. Lost two people. We oh lost. Wow. Myth is gone too. I'm no, not Myth. Speth is, is gone. We Spell. lost Beth. We lost Beth. Beth. <laughs> yeah. So, holy shit, that's so creepy. That, <laughs> that was so creepy, right? As you're like, I remember. We're going to talk to the audience. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I'll lead and fuck Ooh. this whole screen up. Four, four, oh. Fourth wall not found. Yeah, we'll try to get her back. Uh, let's see if we now can they know get we're her using overlay. Oh no, <laughs> or just Dan's other computer if we have to. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, can you do that computer. for now? Uh, let me just see if we. Oh no, she lost power. She's sitting in the dark. Oh no. Dan, can oh, you turn on your great. other computer? This is cool. This is super new. Oh yeah, I can. I can. Here, I got it. So yeah, that was, no, it was, I was just excited to break that fourth wall, like how it has kind of been broken, but like, just be able to like, look out and just say thank you. Because like he did, someone asked earlier uh, if I like lost confident, I, I did feel less confident for sure after losing that memory. Uh, and, uh, yeah. and then, but then like, I got it back from the, I know that sounds so super cheesy, but the power of chat. Yeah. And you guys remembering that memory. And you know, like when a story is retold, yeah. it's just like, mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't you doing it, but it's like, hey, no, no, I saw you do that. It's like when your parents, I, I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but you, you don't remember going to Disneyland, but your parents are like, you went to Disneyland and you rode the roller coaster and you had so much fun. And you're like, I did? Oh, <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I did. And you believe it yourself. So like, that's kind of, I just, I just, I, I just thought that was really nice and uh, kind of beautiful. It's very, very good. And I'm glad that you shared it. I'm, I'm so happy. I feel, I feel like, so all, good. I feel like Dex I also, is now complete in my eyes. Like, yeah, I, just, like, I also mm. wanted that to happen, but you're right. It just didn't, there wasn't a moment naturally no, where it, it came up. Yeah. 
And mm-hmm. I also thought that last, like the whole thing, I thought I was going to be like a mess and sad. I, and yeah. that happened a week or two before. Like it wasn't like that moment. I just love it. I love how everything comes to be. And uh, once again, role play, you just let it happen. And you listen and you let yeah. people take it where they want to take it and where you want to take it. And you find a middle ground and it just works out perfectly. Very cool. Magic. So um, I have a couple of questions that I'm going to answer really quickly, and then um, we will wrap up with uh, everybody picking. I'm going to go to each character, and everybody's going to say one thing you really liked about that character, one scene that you really liked about that character, and uh, that's where we will end. So you guys go ahead and think about that right now while I answer some of these. Um, If I missed any of your questions... Oh, yes, go ahead. One Like one apiece? Like... I do just one person. No, you're everyone's going to do everybody. So basically I'm going to go, we're going to start with like, you know, Dex and then everybody lists off one thing that they liked about Dex or found oh, interesting okay. or okay. yeah, we're, we're all going to go around. Uh, and, I had it the other way around yeah, in my head. No. I was like, I got to, I got to rattle off like eight shit fucking things like oh, right now. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. It's, it's like, everybody's going to name one thing they liked about, okay, uh, about cool. each character. Um, but uh, while you guys are thinking about that, I'm, I'm just going to answer some of these. Uh, a lot of you have been, asking what they actually did at the end of the show and obviously we ended the show the way we ended it for a reason so I cannot answer that question Um, a lot of you had questions for me about GMing which I will happily answer just not today Um, next week I will be coming back with Peachy and uh, he and I are going to talk about like the stuff that we hid in the music and the music creation process and I will answer any of your GMing questions at that time Um, I will answer this one though uh, how surprising or pleasing or disappointing was it when the players hit a critical role or worked something out that then caused them to skip a huge portion of content that you may have written? Um, the best thing in the entire world. I am very, very happy when that happens. When I have to throw things out, which happened in Nocturne 2, it's like exhilarating for me it's a challenge when i'm like okay well now they're going here and i didn't expect that i i love it and i wouldn't have it any other way Nocturne too. It happened in nocturne as well okay okay um you were confirming it do we get to be guest characters in nocturne (gasps) yes nocturne two Two. nocturne two yes Yes. Oh, awesome. That's what she was just saying. Yes. But after three I, I episodes, you'll be a yes. main character. You'll be a main character <laughs> than three yeah. episodes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Just like, we might need for that you to one. accent them. Okay, oh, see every week. <laughs> every week. Oh, God. Okay. Um, and then uh, let's see. There was one other one that I wanted to answer. I'm so sorry. I've lost it. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I apologize. So um, I'm I gonna... just want to say that I've nailed oh. the Nibiru theory from the beginning. So yeah. just from episode one. Yeah, he did. He he had <laughs> a he it. sent me a well, huge thing that I couldn't one, fucking but... respond to, and I was just like, <laughs> but now that uh... oh that was now a that question. Over, I was like, yeah, <laughs> that was a question. Like, um, how how many times did you guys think you'd figured it out before you actually figured it out? Was it a question that I thought was interesting? I still don't think I figured it I out. I still don't think I kidding. figured it I'm out. Not I didn't try. That's, that's that's exciting because it's not necessarily it's something that needs to be figured out. It's like yeah. the journey, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go around and uh, cover some of the characters. Let's start with who's first on our overlay. <gasps> Adam! Mm. So we're going to start with the character of Adam. And I will go first 
Love Soup. I'm just going to take that from you all. Love Soup was one of my favorite moments oh, in the show. Love I ended soup. up trying to draw an emote of Herb, the adorable sheep from one of the early episodes, <laughs> eating Love Soup with a glowing mushroom in it. So, oh, yeah, no. loved the love suit. Fresh. Really oh, and I lied. I'm going to take another moment. The hello for... You can't take two. Sorry. <laughs> get, okay, hello, yeah, somebody else has got to do it. Yep. Somebody else. Okay, I'm sorry. Nope, someone else go. Uh, who's uh, next the on entrance. the... The entrance was amazing. Oh. Uh, there were so many other things, but that I just want to take this one the entrance and the intro to that character is just amazing. The whole, really? like, it was a, the reveal, the immersion of just how everybody was in that moment, how cinematic it was. And it was mm -hmm. just a camera, two cameras of both of you. Yeah. And it was no, like, like, it was just, I felt like I was there watching uh, this, just this epic moment of this character now, just not like gently being introduced, but just making their presence known. Yeah. Uh, and it was just in super contrast to what the character, like the character is super supportive uh, and like a, a support character from the, like all in all, but the, just the, uh, the aggressive start to uh, such a, like it was just, it, it was, it, it was just really well done. So well done. Well done. I still show that. People come into my chat and they're like, what's gone? And I'm like, here, hang on. Let me just spoil you and also show you like one of the best moments ever. Yeah, I still, I show the opening to episode so five like an asshole. I'm <laughs> just like, here we go. We're going to watch it again, everybody. Yeah, it's good. I'll say, I, love it. I think it's, uh, for, for me, it's super impressive and super in incredible how little Adam said and how influential he was in this yeah. whole show. Yeah. And drove so much emotions from people and and did did so much for how many like for how little truly he was on the show yeah mm -hmm. and like every episode people are like is adam coming back like where's That's adam it. like it he's was like, like he's every like episode. that person you know who is the most popular but you you get to see him once a month and mm -hmm. you're just like people are always asking you about him you're like i don't know man i don't know when he's showing up yeah. again like he'll come by when he can like but mm -hmm. yeah i was that, that's it for me. Plus, he kicked the hole through someone's chest. That and, was I mean, so that's, cool. That's, there's that not is. much cooler than that. Let's be real. No. Yeah, that was really fucking cool. I think I just I loved every scene with Adam and Laura. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go that's ahead. Right. Adam was Q. Like, oh, I hope there's a Q episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was perfect. That's pretty accurate. I just I love the soul you brought to Adam for being a robot. He had a lot of soul, and I really yeah. like that. Yeah, that switch, because he's very robotic in the beginning, and then all of a sudden he drops in, and it's like, oh okay, oh thank God, you know, it's it's yeah, it was yeah. really really nice, per hiding a personality behind the robot. Interesting take on a robot, Brad. I actually wrote something about everyone that I would like to just. Can I bang them all out at the end? Yes, absolutely. I also did that. So, you have to rip sure. the band-aid off. Yeah, yeah, okay, yep. Oh, no. I'm going to okay. cry. I did not do this. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, okay, next up, we are going to go with the court. <laughs> Court's character, Run. Uh, my favorite character. <gasps> are we allowed yeah. to say that? I, I will say it. I just literally, I don't know if I related with him. I don't know if it was his... The way he did thing, uh, just uh, I, I just connected every. I wanted every scene to have run in it, so easily my favorite character. He was one of my favorites too. Came out of nowhere, and I was just like, 
Yeah. I love this man. Yep. I want only oh. good things to happen to him. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to write the opposite. <laughs> Every week it was like a tear fest. <sighs> Anybody else have anything to say? Dan, you want to go? Well, this is probably tough. A powder keg, a potential adventure. Dan, you always make me cry. <laughs> just like consistently, um, and I'm just grateful you pull emotions out of my cold void of a heart. Like it's, for it's as no subtle as you are, <laughs> yeah, it's not. But you know what I mean. Like he's, you're so subtle. Like you're not. Like I'm crazy and I'm out there all the time. But you're so subtle with your little things, and I'll be listening, and I'm like, oh, oh, what's that dagger in my heart <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> Magic. Are we on somebody right now, we're BB? On, or are we we're just... on run right now. But... Yeah, sorry. I, was like, I, I asked... did miss that. You said my name, yeah, and I'm like, I was asking. I missed a segue here, and I'm really scared now. I was asking. I was asking Dan for his one thing about run, and then it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Am I talking? And people talking about me? I'm very confused. I think I memrecked myself. That's one of the things run took from me uh <laughs> no i mean like it was it was lovely being able to, to rp with just that lovely mythomatic man um you guys did a lot of a... tough topics too yeah you covered mm. a lot of rough ground and mm. you've never rp'd together before right no 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 this is our first time we, we got to, i mean we knew each other beforehand yeah. from conventions and whatnot and mutuals yeah, make but... sure that we weren't wearing the same boat yeah ties. but you're not yeah we had to we had to make sure that back when i had a beard it was it was like is that myth or is that dan regularly at uh conventions and be like yeah we both wear bow ties great <laughs> nothing wrong with that <laughs> not um, that i oh go ahead oh yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it was for, I, I think it was that, honestly, you touched on it the most, PB. We just, we got to have, we off screen established a lot of background for our characters so that when we had hard conversations, it didn't feel like it was the first time. Yeah. Uh, even though it may have been the first time for run. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that, cause I mean, I'm, I guarantee you, he wouldn't have kept those conversations ever, you yeah. know? hard conversation about his drug abuse he would have just uh, made that go away and mm -hmm, so yeah. it was reckon constantly having to repeat himself yeah. um which was just a very interesting dynamic and having reckon know that that yeah. is the first time he's hearing it um but yeah so i i don't know it was it was great being able to i, I loved that we got to work off the scenes to establish character backgrounds yeah. consistently that was great that was a super fun thing to rp with thank you CK, what's your favorite thing about Run or moment? Oh, uh, oh not yeah. that I want to rush things, yes. but John's got a jet soon. Oh, so. shit. Oh, for real? Of course I do. Of oh, course QC. I fucking do. Oh, okay. okay. I just I love do him next. so much. Oh, good call. Okay. Good no, we call. can continue this. We'll just yeah, do him yeah, next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We will um, do Dex next. Honestly. Well, we can just move on from me. We can go right to John. When <laughs> you... No, 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 no. I will keep. Shut. I'm trying to compliment Myth here, motherfucker. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, get him. You dope as fuck. You shocked the fuck out of me with this RP. Like, not that I thought you were bad, but you really brought an A-plus game, and you made me piss my pants with your talent. Um, you made me cry a lot because you were really tragic. And there was one scene I was going to bring up, and now I can't remember it. Damn it, you just dope. 
That's he it. just memwrecked you. You're good. You're great. <laughs> Thank you. I've been memwrecked. It's happened. KPP, what about you? What was your favorite? You will always be my favorite druggie. And oh. I, he has a soft spot in my heart. Like I, <coughs> I was rooting for you so hard as yeah. your arc at the end. I just wanted you to find that mm. confidence in yourself. So I don't know. You did an amazing job, Myth. You really did. Thank you. Sorry, I'm 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 so sorry. I'm not laughing at anything that you two did. I'm I laughing did... at Brad's comment in the chat. Sorry, <laughs> Bradley. What's your favorite moment? Oh, you liar. Tell you oh, that. right, that's right. I'm He's so going to go on his oh, no. list. Pax so already for... answered. Zeke, no what about you? Uh, it was Ronald and the Great Marini. Yep. Yes. So good. That was such a good moment. I just love that he's like the great Marini and I'm Ronald. <laughs> it was Beautiful. Really, really, really good. Okay. Let's, yeah, that was let's, a buddy comedy in the making. Oh, yeah. Let's do uh, John next. Let's go ahead and do Dex. Um, however, can I say something? Actually, you guys go first. You guys go first. Okay. Before you go, let me yeah. just say I'm so sorry that i have to leave her it, it is the worst okay you have no idea how i want to just spend another hour and then when we get off stream just talk to you guys it kills me on the inside uh first of all that usually it's just obviously the kids and the wife i uh, just gotta go help out but uh today is my four-year wedding anniversary so i have dinner plans and we have a, a sitter who's here for yeah. only two hours so that's the cool. only reason it's like yeah, yeah. all right all right, good. As long as you guys know I'm not like, to me. peace out, say nice things, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, <"Yeah, laughs> all right, no. <laughs> uh, I, I really you? loved the, uh, just the leadership that has always been hiding uh, within Dex uh, and how he always wanted to help uh, and step up and to either, it's either prove himself or to prove that other people can do their, and, and they, to show that other people have the potential that they don't know they have. You're like, your Dex was an inspiration to a lot of characters and uh, he was very, he was, a, he was an inspiring leader and he is the leader that Oren thinks and wishes he could have been. Wow. Really well done. I'm, I'm, okay. KPP. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. My love. <laughs> I know. First of all, Lore loves you to pieces. But, like, uh, just, your ability to, like, bring out the best in people, I really loved that. And honestly, getting to RP with you is one of my favorite things from this campaign. So I just, I adored Dex. I, I'm just, I don't know. Just that whole, Lore and Dex ending made me so happy because it, like, gave her the ending that she needed so i don't know i'm just grateful for you for that so i don't know dex is probably my favorite character i know we're i don't know so i don't know john you're awesome we're allowed <laughs> we're allowed thank you dan yeah one uh I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page this time uh <laughs> yeah with uh I don't know. I, I think I just, the, my favorite thing about Dex, which also was totally with you, I mean, you as well, John, because I think there was some, some I'm going to put quotes around it with bleed, but in a positive way, mm -hmm. uh, just being so, especially the first like 10 episodes, 
so excited at all <laughs> times, both yeah. as Dex and you, because you would just be like, as Dex, what? What's going on? And then the episode would end, and we would, and then, ah, what's going on? <laughs> Every time, uh, like, it was, it was a delight being able to, like, again, we didn't get to RP really that much together, but watching your, your excitement and then, as a result, Dex's excitement was a treat. Thank you. CK, what kind about of, you? That was kind of, I was going to say your enthusiasm, yeah. like excitement kind of took it, but like there's something about feeding a group of people. Like sometimes you'd be tired or something and you'd just be punching it with like craziness. <laughs> and I was like, I can't be tired right now. This is hilarious. Yeah. Like honestly, your enthusiasm to the project and your commitment to Dex. Yeah. Like Dex was kind of a goofy character and you took that, you still took him very seriously and you still gave him depth, which is not easy to do. And I thought that was really beautifully done. Eloquent. Thank you, Zeke. Now we're just doing about Dex or, or John or both or either. Let's I mean. just do both now. It's kind of morphed into that. So okay, absolutely, cool. whatever you'd like. Um, there's something you look for in a role-playing person and a improv person or something like that. It's, I don't know what it's called, but I just call it the willingness to play super important and i can tell john had it um i don't know how much experience you have doing uh tabletop or whatever um but it seemed like like i could point to like the perfect attitude for it you have the perfect attitude for stuff like this like you come in you're excited to play and you're willing to play which is something that is hard to teach it's hard to teach people like it's okay to put yourself out there and look like a risk looking like a fool because most of the time you won't and it's great and i was really happy to play with someone like that so there you go <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> beautiful i also had something to say to you john um that i wrote but I'm going to say it at the end as well, because I'm probably going to go nuclear. So you'll just have to watch it later. I'm so sorry to do that. No, to you, but, I, I, that's yeah. probably way better yeah. for me. Uh, that's yeah. <laughs> I have something to say to everybody. So and I don't want to cry yet. So I'll say something nice about John. Sure. Um, and this isn't <laughs> an, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like your, your fucking so press secretary was like, yeah. all right, here he is to apologize. Come on out. <laughs> say you're sorry. <laughs> Did you record the apology, post it to Twitter, and move on? Well, he's going to leave. So, um, the, uh, I, and really, it's not so much about this. It's just because um, I've had the pleasure of, of GMing for John as well in something nowhere near as good as this. But um, John, it, it, Zeke is dead on. Like, if I could, roll, if I could um, have a table that's just full of Johns, it would, I know and I can guarantee it would be the best campaign ever. That's not an attack on anyone else or anything that or anyone I've ever GM'd for. It's just John is like the perfect player. And I was spoiled very early on in my GMing career <laughs> by having John at the table. And uh, yeah, I just I think it's it's dead on what Zeke was saying. You're like the perfect um, player and you're so willing to go at stuff and so so good at doing it. And it's just, it's such a fucking joy to, and now PB understands, and I think we've all role played with you, but when you're GMing for someone who is like John, it's just so nice to have someone who's always on task and knows what they're doing. And uh, you're just going, 
you just find the flow of the the show and the and the game and and you and you ride it and everyone gets to experience that wave um and uh yeah so i just i want to just confirm basically what zeke is saying that's all thank you man thank you guys that's all and i'm gonna i'm gonna really quickly just give my my quick just to all of you you want to say yeah uh elspeth who is not here Mm -hmm. uh is just one of just a person i looked she's like literally my sister uh very i've been very close with her on twitch for a long time and she knows i that girl can do anything that girl's so fucking talented like even outside of just like role playing and stuff voices and all that acting she is just an incredible human being i'm just gonna go down the list real quick pb um i'm just gonna say this right now this is the best thing i've ever been a part of in my life as far as a show this is uh, Brad, and that's no offense to you. That's a whole different ballgame. Literally, but I take zero offense. This is, uh, this is, um, <laughs> this is, this is, I'm spoiled now. I don't even know if I can, like, I, I don't, I look at normal D&D and I'm like, eh, eh, okay, maybe. <laughs> eh, like, that sounds okay. But hey, seriously. Welcome incredible, to it. <laughs> incredible, and I just can't wait to do more. Uh, Oh, thank God. And that's John. We had to cut him off. We <laughs> cut him off. She's broken. Can't handle the compliment. Oh, you shocked oh. the shit oh, no, out of me. I just, oh, don't like me. Cut out. You cut off. Okay. You like that. Okay. You were okay. lagging. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I am lagging. Internet, please. I just need to get these words out. Internet. Okay. Uh, Dan, uh, you shocked the shit out of me. Uh, I, I, I just, uh, you, I'm uh, judging at first. I was just like, okay, it's Dan. You were creepy to funny to scary to nice. To, and it uh, all is just you hit so many points as an actor and as an improviser that just blew my mind, man. And it is just uh, so many different feelings from you. Um, crazy. Uh, KPP, you know uh, that honestly, like I, I loved. For fuck's sake, Internet. Wow. Oh, but you're. My true love. Trial. <laughs> Still thinking. Oh, Destroyed God. his anniversary. Yeah, I was gonna say I was waiting for you to go happy anniversary. <laughs> As Dex, so I'm so sorry. Also, oh, okay. a person. I just think you're oh, a really fucking awesome. Oh God. Person. Oh, oh, you're back. You're back. You cut you're back. out. You're, you, you cut, cut out, out again on Holy KPP. Shit. What did I cut out on? What did KPP, I cut out on? You said I love lore, but. Okay. Oh wow, that's good. I love lore. Uh, and then I, I said, uh, but like even more than that is like I, I love you as a person. Like as a person, I just think you're a fucking really cool person. That just through this show, I'm excited to just know you forever as just a person. You know, like play games and chill Same. and like, I, yeah, I love that. Uh, and and uh, uh, Zeke, man, I think I told you when when you left is like, I just remember partying with you early on, had some drinks just shot the shit and it was just fucking homie status but like you're so much deeper than that and you're so much smarter than just a bro who parties and drinks and you're just such a deep (laughs) oh yeah i can't tell everyone you're just such a deep deep fucking person and i i really respect that about you um uh it's just insane pax i'm uh more scared of you than anyone i think you are too good (laughs) I, I, I'm not kidding. I'm intimidated. <laughs> I always look to Pax to see if he liked my things so I can like smile and be like, oh my God, he liked it. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. I like want to impress him. I don't know why. I just, there's some people in my life I just want to impress and Big I want to impress. Big same. Big yeah. same. Like I just, I don't know why. I just look to you as like this like crazy, like I just think you can do everything. 
And if I'm wrong, so be it. But I fucking love you, dude. Uh, Brad, you have been like one of my best buddies on Twitch. You're literally the opposite of me. We should fucking hate each other. Uh, <laughs> the way you played, uh, I'm just, I think you don't think you're good, but you are so fucking good. And, uh, and I think you know that because everyone tells you that. And, uh, and, and, and they should keep telling you that because I just can't wait to jam more games with you and more things and hopefully more real life hangouts over the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Uh, everyone in this cast, I think I will know forever. And, and this is not, this is not goodbye. This is just, Hey, when's our next show? Truly. That's, that's how I feel about it. And please tell me I hit everyone, right? Did I? I think so. I don't okay. think, I, I think you hit everybody. And I think it's I'm leaving right when the crying me. starts. Yeah. Yeah. Go now go and fuck get... your wife. Yeah, yeah go. Bye. Go. Go. Two hours. Go. Think you missed class, Katie? Katie! You Katie, Katie yes! Holy shit, Katie, listen to me. Listen to me. I knew it. I knew I missed. Nope, don't leave me. No. You put your headphones oh, no. back on. You put your headphones back on. I don't care. She'll listen to it back. She'll listen to it back. No, it's fine. It's fine. Listen, Katie, and I think many of you might agree with me on this is uh, I have my wife texting me like, hey, honey, it's 420, 25, 427. Uh, that's why. Uh, Katie will, uh, you guys will agree with me. Katie, I was like creeped out by her character at first. I was like, I don't know. I don't know about her character. I don't know what to think. And then the last scene that she did was like, broke me apart more than any fucking scene of the whole show. It hit me so hard. It fucking tugged at my heartstrings. It like, it, Killed me. Her character killed me. Katie, your character, your character ruined me. Uh, and and I can and... I can tell. You should go have sex with your wife now. <laughs> Listen, I know, I know. I um, I just, I fucking love you all. And that was the most incredible thing ever. And seriously, thank you, thank you all. Thank you all, and good night. Now go and f wife. <laughs> I love you. It's gonna be a marathon. You won't see him for a year after he recovers from this. He'll be, you know, he'll be limping back on camera. Oh my god! <laughs> we'll leave the stream up because oh. he doesn't know. We'll just see the state he returns in. Um, I think we should. Uh, if anybody has anything that they would like to say, I think now is probably the time to do that um, to each other, and then we will wrap it up. Oh, we're not gonna. Oh, Jesus, I totally forgot we were in the middle of that. Does anybody know where we left? I'm sorry, I'm broken already. We just ended with John after Yeah, Pax oh, so we got to do Speth. I know she's not here, yeah. but we got to talk about Autumn. So everybody go around and shotgun your favorite moment with Autumn or your favorite thing about Autumn. Gazelle. Uh, yep, that was a good one. She's just so, like, the way that she talked, I just wish I could have more conversations with her. Yeah. I just want to talk to Autumn all the time and i wanted I'll to be second my friend that. yeah I'll yeah second that. yeah uh i liked her perspective which we really only saw super early on but i i would have liked to see a little bit more of her spiritual take on the world because she seemed yeah. she seemed pretty zen in the beginning too and i just I, I really liked that um my favorite moment i think is bad boob i gotta say the bad <laughs> boob that bit was yeah that was yeah. my favorite i think uh, I, I really liked how brave she was like yes. autumn was probably one of the bravest characters uh, she was always uncovering things not by figuring them out like Blakewood but just by by 
trying it and yeah. like not just not trying it like Dex would, but just going all in. Um, and uh, I think my favorite moment heroism when, by a solid yeah, moral yeah with the halberd oh, yeah. and everything too. Yeah, like yeah, she yeah. was the always halberd, willing to uh, the the um, like be like uh, waking up to reality. That yeah. whole like uh, figuring out about the cosmos, unlocking that. Like that whole that whole thing was, and it wouldn't have been done by probably any other character because no one would have yeah no one would have jumped off the deep end like Autumn does. And uh, yeah, you, I think it was. Really you know what else was interesting about Autumn that I'm just now realizing? She taught people. She taught. She taught Adam how to play a game, and then at the very end, she was teaching somebody. She was teaching you how to play a game. Yeah, she was. She was. Taught me how to dance. Yeah, she taught you how yeah. to dance. Yeah, yep. she did that a lot. That was a recurring theme for her. Yeah. Another favorite yeah, I moment? Say, I don't know. Who I was going to say it was yeah. bad boob. Uh, yeah, bad boob for me as well. That's fine. Yeah, just because it was it was Lauren Reckon trying to like. Yeah. There's something strange about them. We have to work together and figure this out. And it's like, don't come in. I'll show you my bad boob. <laughs> it's like, like I don't know. Like it was so hard not to just break character because I was not expecting any of that. See, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so do you have one? We didn't have, we honestly yeah. did not have a lot of on, like, on screen time together, I guess, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, so, like, the times that I remember have already been mentioned, like, the, the, when she was shape shifting yeah. <laughs> into different things, that was always uh, enjoyable to watch. Mm -hmm. um, I remember that, like, I think the DMV, like, the very first couple of episodes was fun to, fun to watch autumn's character like figure it out yeah like figure out what's going on like and get like confused about things that didn't add up you know i think she played that that yeah. the confused uh or uh confused good-hearted southerner yeah. pretty well <laughs> yeah, she did. kpp did you have one I just said I wanted to talk to her all the time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm still out do. of sorts. So <laughs> yeah, forgive me if I double ask. Another cool moment that I really liked with Autumn was the, the medic one where she was sewing up and she used that memory with her grandma to do it successfully. I thought that was a really cool Autumn moment. Um, and I know she's not here. What about Blake Lucian? What are our favorite moments with Blake? Sorry, Brad. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that is fun. Okay. I'll wait till okay, he gets he back. Oh, he can. So he's got the he's got the headphones on, so he can hear you, unless he turns them off. Yeah, there I you go. I just liked, I liked any conversation that Reckon and Blake had. Honestly, any of those because it was so, <laughs> it was so hard to RP a person who's just like it wasn't, it wasn't yes and, but it was a lot of it was like. Here's the things. And he'd be like, no, but he'd give reasons and like yeah. say why. But it was yeah. always trying to cut off or like, you're wrong. This is why you're wrong. Yeah. It was so combative, but it made for very, very right. good conversation in like between the two characters. Cause it was like, your worldview is wrong. This is why it's wrong. Yeah. Even it's like, well, do you have proof? What's mm -hmm. your world? He's like, I don't have any proof, but you're still <laughs> wrong because of that. And it was, it was I don't know. I, I loved it because it was so challenging. Yeah. He, you could always count on him for the title of the episode, too. He'd be quiet for most of the episode and then drop a line like every conversation is currency or and you'd be, what? Like, you had really, yeah. really, really good lines, uh, which I liked. 
Corn, did you have a favorite moment? A uh, favorite moment? Mm -hmm. There were so many, honestly. I really do like Blake. Yeah. Uh, I really liked... Um, I, I am a twin, uh, so I also felt like there was a lot that resonated there as well. It seemed like the practical thinking of things. Um, and he responds the same way probably I would if I was ever in that situation. Uh, of course, he's more of extreme, I think, um, but also just uh, the dryness. Uh, there was a lot of humor behind uh, Blake uh, and the way Brad uh, portrayed Blake, that it's a lot of fun to uh, either give it a rewatch, uh, maybe on some of those scenes where you're like, what, Blake? Cool it, cool it, calm down. <laughs> Go back and give it a rewatch because it's actually really funny. Uh, they're just really dry uh, deliveries, which were always so awesome, and Excuse I was me, laughing I had every to buy time. This at a Macy's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Those kinds of things where it's just like <laughs> it's just that, that underlying humor. Mm -hmm. I've always, I've always really appreciated uh, about Brad in putting it in Blake. So like yeah. it's yeah, it's it's funny for Blake to say, or it's weird that Blake would say it, um, but it was always it was always fun because it was bits of Brad sticking in uh, uh, into into Blake, which I really loved. And if you want more bits of Brad sticking in, just give me a call. Okay. <laughs> My last chance. I'm not going to hit on him anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's yes, true. true. Yes, that's the... What about you, KPP? I feel like Lore would not have been the same character had Blake not been in this campaign. I'm just, I don't know. Like, I, I've been thinking a lot the last week and stuff like... I told Brad I was really grateful I got to RP with him again. Like, I, my first show ever RPing was on Sector 49 with Brad, and Brad intimidated the hell out of me. I yeah. was like, I don't know who this man is. He talks a lot, and I'm afraid of him. <laughs> and cut to, like, two years later. I don't know. I just... I, I really enjoyed this different dynamic because you were so different than Ketchup, so different than Irish. And I just think in a lot of ways... I think I have more of just like a really thankful feeling that I got to RP with you again. I don't know. Like makes me weirdly emotional for some reason, but I, I just, I'm glad to know you, Brad. Okay. You have a favorite Blake moment? Anytime I yelled at him. Um, no, I think the last moment when, when we were having our final moment, when he said the idealism and pragmatism thing really clicked something for me that I appreciated that we ended on that note, like the yin and the yang of it. Yeah. CK, do you have one? I'm trying to Not really. help KPP here. <laughs> Just <Not> kidding. Really. <laughs> have been a good place i mean who's brad god i gotta learn who's in this show now nah dude brad like you fucking blew me away man i i only know you as the sarcastic asshole that jokes about suicide with me a lot and to watch you like break down and like be like this stoic dead inside human was really bizarre it was very much like a flip coin of who i just knew from your streams which was Pretty fucking cool to watch. I couldn't do it. I could never play a role like that. That was so like stoic and quiet and just allowing and being observing. And then you kind of, I think I said this to Zeke, like one of the first times you were ever in, like I got to RP with you. I said, I, you reminded me of like Silent Bob. Like you would just like watch things, watch things and then fucking drop knowledge. And I'd be like, what? He was paying attention. So that was pretty dope. I was impressed. Thank you, Zeke favorite moment with Blake? Uh, 
I don't know if I have a favorite moment, but I do definitely have uh, a like the thing I really liked about how you played someone you uh, didn't like. Like you probably wouldn't like that person. <laughs> um, is I I I always like it when people tell the truth. It's always interesting. It's always an interesting choice to tell the truth at the behest of anyone else's feelings. That logical part of your brain. I tried it one time uh, when I was, I don't know, newly out of high school. I think it was 19, 20, maybe. I saw someone at a bar or something. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tell them exactly what I, what I, or like, I'm going to be straight and truthful. She comes up to me and she goes, hey, oh man, it's been a long time. How you been? I went, you don't have to do that. You don't care. I know you don't care. And she was like, but I do. And it ended poorly, very poorly. But to an outside observer, that shit would have been fucking hilarious. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's Blake. Yeah. That's yeah. Blake's like, uh, you should go away from me because you're not helping with what I'm doing right now. <laughs> like, it was so entertaining to watch the, the those choices be played out. So, yeah, bravo on that, for sure. Pax, did you have a favorite Blake moment? Uh, well, I never role-played with him once in the show, but... I know, I'm It's sorry. every time, every time he gets underneath someone else's skin, and he's like, all right, come on, what are you going to bring back? Verbal jousting, I love the verbal jousting. And while everyone is swimming this direction, Brad in his mind's like, fuck that, I'm going that way. And, and it's and it's for all the right reasons. Yeah. It's to make it more interesting. It's to challenge his fellow cast yep. and to see what they can come up with. Because he only wants, because I think Brad, he won't admit it, but I think he always wants to see the best out of everybody and see what they could potentially do. And he thinks about the big picture a lot. And you come out of working with Brad vastly more talented and better because he teaches you so much about what's important and he's an incredible team player and he's very passionate about it regardless of what he says he's always like you know he, you know like he always hides what he's but yeah he's a very strong team player and as, as brad's individual himself I, I owe him everything everything when it comes to being on table story so it wasn't for him i don't even know why he recommended me i don't even know i can't remember how that started uh, I want, I was looking for people that could handle horror and he recommended you. And it was like, and I said to him, and I love you, Sam, but I said to him, I was like, I have no idea who this guy is. And like, I feel really uncomfortable jamming for someone I've never met before. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to fuck up this show. This show's going to be horrific. And he said, you, you have no choice. Put him in your show. Trust me. And I was like, okay. Fucking gold. I have Brad to thank for you as well. Because I was nervous. I was like, I don't want to put someone I don't know in a horror show that might fuck them up. And you just met me where I was. It was very good for Nocturne. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for Nocturne. So, yeah, I owe everything for him. He, he technically, between you and, and Brad primarily, just like, if it wasn't for this and getting into this, I would have been done with RP 100%. I would have never touched it again with a 10-foot pole ever. So I owe, I owe my, my love for this again thanks to you guys. Solely. Maury, right? We're on Maury now. Yes, I'm going by the overlay because we already did run, right? Did we go do yes, run? Yes, we went do yeah, okay, run. Okay, okay, ah, okay, okay. I'm so sorry. Yep. Okay, Maury, hold it together, PB. 
Hold on, let me just relax. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me how great I am. I struggled so much. But thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. And KPP, I'm very glad we're friends. Me too. The potato. Potato. I'm taking it. Potato? Yeah, yep. do it. That's I'll the host. best. That's like one of my favorite fucking moments of all time. And just the way Maury was portrayed in those those first couple episodes. That crazy Maury, man. I fucking mm -hmm. loved it. Mm -hmm. uh, so good. I, I really loved the... Um, the there were I, I spoke about the bravery that autumn had done but i was talking about the bravery of the character and what the character had done but i think uh the bravest of us um taking these leaps and these choices as a player i would say uh your bravery uh and and making these strong choices and then going all in with them uh even like through every one shot you were a hundred percent in maury and and maury had all of your energy and that and there was no two ways about it uh and it was and it was and it was awesome it was really awesome to see and I, I think my favorite moment or my favorite episode was probably the uh uh the dust veil one shot where we got to build a ship that was really awesome and to see you play around with the lore uh and to see you play in that uh, that playground of uh, of what Mori is and what Mori would create uh, if he was left alone in a world of magic was super cool to see. Uh, so thank you for that. I loved all your memories, like how you just when we all had like those shared memories. That was yeah. so cool how you brought them to life. I I just would love to see how your brain works. You're just like a powerhouse when it comes to RP, like vision vision what is it not visionary that's not a word yeah it is visionary that's a word visionary. yeah okay yep. <laughs> i just i love the way that your brain explains things and it's oh i love rping with you zeke yeah absolutely <gasps> damn yeah um gosh i i think at least favorite mori moment would have been I mean, for for a funny one, was the fact that one your prop prop work. I mean, most most yes. everyone here had amazing prop work, but uh, the flashback where you pulled out those other potatoes, like I found these on Earth, the the origin <laughs> the of potato. Oh yeah. my god! One of my favorite <laughs> things. Yeah. And you just kept eating them raw, man. <laughs> yeah. I paid for that shit later. I'm gonna let you know. I know you did. <laughs> With <laughs> right in like, this area right here was not. Very happy with me. <laughs> there was no way, like but no commit to the cause, man. Oh, uh, but in terms, of, I just wanted to really quick, uh, Zeke. Uh, I don't know if I've ever expressed it. Uh, I've. Uh, it, it, sorry, I'm going to get little, little, uh, little emotional. Uh, I have looked up to you from before I started streaming. Uh, you were like the first person I ever watched. Um, you're why I'm on Twitch. Uh, in general, I don't know if I've ever been able to say that, uh, but people say don't meet your heroes. I get to RP with one of mine, uh, and it has been an absolute pleasure the last two years. So thank you so very much. It's just from real quick. Oh, shit. So that's mine. Thank you. Can't <sighs> talk right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going out of this one. CK, you're up. Don't bow out. <laughs> I don't know. I love him and stuff. Favorite, that was sad. I don't. I mean, the favorite obvious. Favorite Mori moment then. Favorite Mori moment. Oh god. I mean. Oh god. I gotta pick some other than potato because that was too good. I mean, it was too much. 
Oh man, the, uh, the it's the one shot when we were on when we were creating the whatever in Dustvale, and oh, yeah. the, the back and forth between Speth and Zeke's character, Speth and Mori like arguing with each other, and yep. Speth's character, I, Timmy was her name, I think. Was no, hol- Timmy was at the end. Uh, oh, what was her? I name? can't remember her character. Anyways, gnome, she yeah. was so gnome, sassy, yeah. like her little fixed yeah. gnome self, and like yeah. her just like, getting in his face and trying to fight him. And that was just the dichotomy of that. It was really fun to see Mori as fun. Like I like yeah. seeing him a little bit lighter because we always see him like you know, either very confused or searching for something or very serious. And so you saw this moment of him like people aren't just listening to me. Like the frustration was cool. I really liked that episode. That's probably my favorite. Also, I mean, the obvious, it's it's a blessing to role play with your boyfriend. I mean, that's pretty dope. <laughs> He's pretty cool. <laughs> He's pretty cool. Did I miss anyone? Pax, what about you? Favorite Mori moment? I don't know if you two ever had a moment on screen either. I'm no. so sorry. No. I'm sorry. I was never with Pax no. either. An asshole. Nope. Yeah, Zeke and I know. Zeke, we and never, Brad. We were yeah. never collided. Yeah, and, and, and sorry. It happened, yeah. Happens. Uh, but as Zeke as a person, his passion, prep, craft, and creativity toward the art of D&D is awe-inspiring and quite alarming. The amount of uh, effort that he puts toward even what one would argue like a smaller character, he's 110% in. Yep. And he, he, and you don't even know it. Like He's so humble about it, too, of where he sits back and he just does it, and that's it. There's like Maury has three pages of beautifully written memory. I, I, and anything, anything and everything that Zeke does, he just gives it 110%, and it's phenomenal. And any any show that I ever want to be a part of or do, I want Zeke there every time if you'll have me. Like, it's just, it's, he's so easy to work with. He he can read the room quickly and effectively, and he's like, I got you. He'll back you up yes. no matter what the next step is, and you can rely on him. And that's that's a trait that is very admirable, and I I... I, I relish and cherish the fact that I've had the privilege to be doing this stuff with someone who at that wavelength I, I can work with so easily. And I love, I love that. I like, yeah. Uh, real quick, truth be told, <clears throat> you and CK during Nocturne uh, immediately rubbed me the wrong way and made me, no, made me do some like self-analysis. Like, why are they rubbing me the wrong way? And it's because, like, you're good at things that... (laughs) You're good good at things that I want to be better at. And it's my jealousy. So, thank you. Sorry. Uh, Someone make a fart noise yep. or something. Jesus. Fart. <laughs> Who's next? I don't, Do we I have don't think it's jealousy. I think it's just your passion for the craft. Always want to want to get better and better and better. I don't think it's jealousy. I don't think you you do that type of level of stuff. You're just very very. There's a very talented person who always wants to just keep going up because you you self deprecate a little bit, but that's not a lot. But you do that to try to push yourself farther. It's a creative process that people go through, and you're you're just astounding, astounding to work with, and it's imp- it's impressive. It's incredibly impressive. 
Um, I, did we do lore already? I'm so sorry. I am barely <laughs> keeping it together right now. We have not. We have not. We have not. I think lore's the last one, right? Really? Uh, uh, did we do We didn't do reckon. Yet. I quit. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna fucking let it go. I mean, can we just? I was. I was going to too, but. Just fucking kill me. No, but look, look, CK. We haven't done reckon either. We haven't done reckon either. It's not just you. I forgot lore and reckon and you, and it's not that I forgot. I'm just like literally trying to not vomit. Let's start with lore. I know. Let's start with lore. Mm. I think we should start with CK because no, yeah, let's do it. CK, no. we're starting with Violet. Let's wow, start with Violet. Wow, she's super annoying. Typecast into creepy characters. Next character. I, excuse you. I didn't typecast you. I said you can play whoever you want. I typecast myself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love KPP's ability to no, cry. No, we're doing, we're doing Violet right now. We're doing Violet right doing now. Violet. I don't yep. even know where she's... That's a child and you're disgusting. So one of my one of my favorite moments with Violet is actually... Um, oh, geez. I was going to pick two again, but I'm breaking the rules multiple no, no, times no. now. Okay. Um, is the, the realization that she was... What had been done to her. The mermaid bit. Because that wasn't mm. originally planned from the beginning, right? That was something that we decided would be really cool a couple of Later episodes on. in. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that that really brought an interesting aspect to her. And watching you play someone who has to kind of... It's, it's almost like you and Dan were playing mirrored characters, but the opposite of each other, right? Like you were trying to reconcile um, your machine parts or your creature parts to be more human again. And he was doing the opposite. And I thought that that was very interesting that your characters had kind of um, relied on each other. So it was really cool watching you play Violet that way and battling <laughs> back and forth between the animal and the human Thanks. Yeah. I love seeing the stern reality within Violet and uh, the stern reality of of portraying her as well. Uh, I loved the, uh, the 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 mermaid episode or the the, the scientist one shot yeah. episode, uh, the the origin story I should call it. Uh, I loved that. It was super awesome, and to see you just really because we could like we could tell that you were really into it and really loving it and it was super awesome to see you thrive in those moments and to enjoy it um and to to have that that those dark that darkness that makes you who you are and who your character is right so it's just really awesome to see that so Thanks. Really great. of course she's Thank a broken you. child I feel like for me a great job telling it <laughs> Watching you grow from the first few episodes to the end was one of my favorite arcs of the show. I also admire you to no end because you give it your all. Like on Nocturne and Gone, like you just come into role, role play and you're just like, I'm throwing everything at it. And I just <laughs> love that about you. So it's just, you leave me in awe a lot whenever I watch you, RP. Thanks. You're also never not in character. If you are on the screen, you are in character. Your face is, is representing the exact same faces that, that she would as well. Like there, you're never you're never off, which was always awesome. So that was super cool to if, help us too, help us be immersed as well. So thank you. Thanks. I want I would I want to speak to that point. 
because that is absolutely true. And it's something that I think goes well underappreciated because if you've ever directed a, a play or anything like that, and then you look at the people who are on, who are up front, but then you see the chorus or whatever they're called, yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever they're doing in the background. And you, you pick out a couple of them that are there. They're present. That's, that's CK. Like that's, that's my lady. She's always present when she's there. She's also really good at the tension breaking comedy. Like she's got a very quick yes. wit and she hey. will just slap in lines here and there and it, they're fucking hysterical. I can't, I can't. That, that one shot, uh, the D and D episode would not have been the same without you and your one-liners. So oh, good. God. So good. And I, Thanks, uh, guys. Just to put a tag on my praise, uh, seeing Katie grow from, not, not just in this show, but grow from Nocturne until now, like, as a role player, just stunning to see... You love her. Well, I do love her. Of course I do. <laughs> but like to yeah, see like it's yeah. to see a talent get fostered and get like it's like watching a I don't know how to put it like watching a spider like molt out of its did you just say molt skin like you know and 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 grow and leave behind the old shell. <laughs> Buzzwords seem oddly relevant. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's a good analogy though. Like, yeah. like Nocturne, she grew and then she shed a, shed her shell, and this grew some. Just watching that progression has just been wonderful. Thanks. Also, she's the most beautiful and funniest and loveliest, and she smells the best of anybody on this cast. You're all trash next to her. <laughs> I don't know what he did wrong, but I'll find out and let everyone know. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't a guy say something nice and build up points for when he does something wrong? Yes, she's just Future quick, planning. Quick, funny. She's funny. It's like a mutual fund. I do. That <laughs> works. God damn it, exactly. Dan. Can my nice things that I've said build interest? Can I, <laughs> after five nice things, like after a month, can I have one more nice thing just banked? <laughs> bank. The man bank. No. <laughs> Uh, Thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah. the super awkward compliments. I, I liked that we uh, we got to be friends in character because you were the oh only God, character that Reckon was like actually could could yeah. count on uh, not hating him. <laughs> uh, which was a, a stark contrast from Nocturne. So it was kind of a nice. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a nice like. Oh, like yeah. If if I'm in a scene with uh, with Violet, Reckon can like let his guard down a little bit which was neat i think this is the first time we've ever got to be friends in a show yeah yeah interestingly enough pax yeah. did you have a favorite violet moment i don't know if you met violet you never know God damn it, I'm sorry. Just, it's in the same pool i'm gonna it's eject myself pool. from my chair so no, i'm sorry fine. yeah <laughs> uh, Classic Katie, her her uh, vulgar, vulgaric comedy, her comedic wit, and how sharp she is. She's very sharp. Is awe inspiring, and I um I I can gladly say I'm one of the very few people who got to grab her and uh, do some role play in a different game with her, and how 
sharp and witty she is and how let loose she can be in a situation, I ended up watching back the VODs of the people that she was interacting with and they, they didn't know, they couldn't keep up with her. She yeah. was just constantly spewing these comedic lines to the point of where they didn't even know how to react with her anymore. She was just blowing these people who have been doing it for months and months and months out can of the Can we water. watch this? Where is this? I, they're probably all deleted by now. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, all okay. fucking gone. They're it was way back gone. in the day. <clears throat> but okay. she played my, I, I was so fortunate to, uh, she got to play my trailer trash type of sister and it was one of the funniest days I've had in so long. It was pretty long. dark. Holy yeah. fuck. I, Remember I, that? I, unsure of what, I was unsure of what you were talking about until you said that and I, and yes, agree. The, yeah, the police officers, the people uh -huh. that were role-playing police, could, they oh, did God, not know so how good. to handle her. And they do this day in and day out. They've met all walks of life in role-play. And then CK just comes out of nowhere and just stumps them. And they had no idea what to do. That, that's just the type of comedic fast. wit that CK has. Yeah. And it's hard. To, it's like playing ping-pong with a Chinese professional. You know what I mean? It's just like, kick Where's it coming from? She's already, she's already like six ahead. She's just that crazy good. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You're welcome, TK. Okay, now I'm not going to fuck it up. Lore. And I'm looking at the goddamn overlay this time and we'll start. Pax, you want to go first? An emotional ocean that uh, you want to release so that you can experience it, but you, God damn it, you don't want to feel it. <laughs> She's so good at it. As she can Word. take those emotions that are on her shoulders and pour them. And she delivers emotional scenes so well that it's incredibly hard to stay professional. It is like super hard to stay in character because you want you want to break character to feel with her. And no nobody does it quite like Katie Peter plays can do to the point of where you're like you're trying to stay true but she just yeah she floodgates you and you're waiting for it too it's a dam you know it's up. gonna happen yeah. Yeah. it's a dam mm -hmm. that builds up and you when you get Watch to know her like that, you know it's there it just it just takes that one brick to pull out of that wall <laughs> get it it's good it's good I agree I kept trying to think of like one specific scene where you made me cry, but they, I can't think of which scene it was. I think it was, it might've been the fucking Adam scene. Yeah. That but afterwards we were doing shout outs and I remember PB got to me and I was said, just said no, because I couldn't speak. I was like, no shout out, classy Katie, whatever. And I was just like bawling into my, because I mean that you so perfectly conveyed the emotion of lose, I'm going to cry if I think about it, of losing your best friend. Like that core human that you live for you exist for and that loss and when you i can't when you said i should have been there with him i was like we cry again it was such a good scene it was a really good scene i'm gonna keep it together i mean i had to come out and give a fucking emergency hug like i've yeah. never i was so felt sad. compelled to do that in my life <laughs> it was so sad and then afterwards you were like actually i pulled on the passing of my dog and i was <laughs> It was horrible and wonderful, and you're such a beautiful actress. I just can't. It's a pleasure to do anything with you, really. You make me feel things I don't want to feel. I like it. 
I feel like uh, every, <laughs> like, there were a bunch of, like, there is the giant amazing scene that we are remembering and thinking of, but there are a lot of gems throughout, and I feel like a lot of what you, uh, you said that you're a pretty observant person, and that's true, but also, like, you observe kind of like, kind of like how, Bl and I'm, I'm just using analogies from other characters, but kind of how Blake analyzes everyone's data and then says, and then come with a masterful piece. It's like you're doing the same thing, but through the craft of the art is you're, you're seeing everybody's piece in the scene. And then you present everybody with this diamond that you've, you've had. And uh, just every, every line, every scene where we got to, the camera got to focus solely on lore for a moment uh, is, was just masterfully done. So, and I'm honored to be sharing the screen with you. One particular lore moment that I liked, again, I've written a whole bunch of stuff. I have something to say to you too, Katie, but I, um, one moment I really liked was the, when Dex said something like, uh, like love is a certain way or like smells weird or I don't know something. And your reaction was just like, you kind of went like, what, what? And then he went, what? <laughs> and it was that first moment where you two had a maybe chemistry minute and you played with that a little bit and i really enjoyed how you did that you do that you have expressions all the time that are you know a lot of players will just deliver lines or they'll just they'll be in character but they're not using all of themselves you're using your body you're using your face you're you're responding to what people are saying physically and i i quite like that you do that very 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 well yeah uh gosh it's tough because we like we both had a lot and had almost no like scenes together as characters because we were both like ah like no you're terrible no you're terrible uh for like a large chunk of it but it made it so uh, it made it so interesting mm -hmm. because every time we had to in like we're forced to interact like very early on and then throughout it was we all of our pent up like in character like issues that we would be because we were talking about each other behind each other's back the whole show to other people like yeah don't don't trust that lore she's she's yeah. gonna she's gonna mess you up and then don't trust that reckon he's gonna dissect you like yeah. <laughs> like and then when we'd have to like go at it like it was such, every time you could see our walls breaking down between each other when we realized our priorities are almost identical yeah but we were so blinded by our own like prejudices, we couldn't see. It's like, no, we're and basically paranoia. Fighting. You're both paranoid yeah. that you're going to be betrayed, which and we were fighting for pretty much the same thing, and we yeah. were also both fighting for run, like which neither of us wanted to accept. So I thought that yeah. was just really, it was really cool to be able to see like the entirety of that going through the whole show. And I think you did an incredible job, just I don't know, portraying that you're trying to protect people and also help letting me do the exact same thing. And I don't know, it showed really, it, it showed really well. I, I, Everyone I thought you were both the BBEG at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were like, oh, reckons the bad guy. And then it was like, oh, I think he's okay. And then people kind of flipped it to law because yeah. they were like, well, if he's not the bad guy, yeah. then is it her? Is she doing something here? And then yeah. that was really cool. That early kind of thing between you two. Because I feel like in the late game, like APP said, like her 
Blake was framed partially around what you were doing. I was like, she's being like super idealism and like, you know, emotional and in the moment and stuff. I was like, oh, so what, what's the antithesis to that? Because I guess that's literally what I'm representing. So it helped me to frame a lot of my thoughts when I saw you interacting with other people. In the early game, that reckon law thing was so fucking yeah. fun, especially because I didn't know fuck all. I didn't yeah. know what you had planned. I didn't know if you knew stuff about each other or you didn't. So I was just sitting here like, one of them's evil. Like, who is it? Whose side? Are we splitting <laughs> right, up right. to pick sides here and mm -hmm. stuff? It was super cool. The NPCs are yelling at each other. One of them has to be evil. Yeah, yeah. one of them's yep. got to be evil. And it's a weird thing. No one was evil, no one. really. Views well, wasn't. I mean, it's all the perspective. Yeah. Only it was that simple. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't believe people are evil anyway, but... You know, it's a whole other philosophical conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different show. On the next show, yeah, exactly. Um... Who's next? Did everybody... <laughs> no? Did everyone oh. go for lore? No, I mean, did everybody talk on lore? Yes. Yes, okay. I have not yet. Okay, oh, yeah, Zeke, Zeke hasn't. Aha. No. Um, <clears throat> well, like I said, you, 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 you crushed it during the, the Adam goodbye thing. That was stellar. It was... It was a it was a sight to behold. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone blubber <laughs> like uh, during role playing, like just snot and tears and shit, just rolling and the perseverance to like push through that. But more so, I want to stress this: the vulnerability of doing something like that is so honorable it's something that should be lauded it's something that should be put on display and say this is what happens moments like this happen when you allow yourself to be in a vulnerable uh state when you're role playing <clears throat> and it's okay not only is it okay it should be welcomed and encouraged so, mm -hmm. thank you, Katie, for not being afraid. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're never Katie to me. You're babe or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, wow. She's Katie. You're babe or Han or, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. I take, I don't take compliments well, so I, I appreciate it. Okay, I will spare you. Me neither. I hate yes. this. We all canvas, hate it. Right? We all hate it. I don't know why I thought I this was a I good idea. I love it, man. I got over that shit a long time ago. <laughs> I'm still trying to black out what you guys said. <laughs> I need a now, memory. Reckon. Yeah, I know. Can I go first? So I have to go pee real quick. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Give Dan anything and anything to play, and he'll play it, and he'll do it well. Yes! It don't matter. God if damn it's it. serious, if it's comedic, I want you to play a robotic dog. I want you to play a houseplant. Dan will do it, and he'll do it very well. It don't matter what you throw at the guy. He nails it every time, and he's down for anything. I, I mean, I think PB can definitely detest for this, and he's always up for the challenge, yep. and he always nails it. Yeah. I think I think we've made I think Dan's made some very iconic characters because of just on a whim. Dan, can you do this? And Dan's like, sure. 
And now we got like one of the greatest detectives we've ever seen, like from the from Nocturne, and we're hoping to visit it again. <laughs> yes. Good old so, Yeah, it's Those just ne- never, never underestimate Dan uh, yeah. of what he's going to do next. It, or the Sid, minute you give him an idea. Sid Art- and, Artigo or, or yes. God damn it. I love that character. I love, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so just good. and very and very on the fly creativity. Yeah, he's great with um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's just finding things in your surrounding, kind of like not folly work, but I I know I'm late. Uh, uh, oh, so God. it's that's fine. Uh, it's just it, working with his surroundings and using props and stuff like that. Very very improv improvisational skills are just fantastic. Like yeah. space work. This is, this is not gone. Space I'm work. so Thank sorry. Yes, I'm so sorry to bring this up because it's not on Gone But Nocturne. I will never forget this, Dan, because I was in the middle of GMing. So I didn't see this happen until I hosted the Ghost Grabbers episode on my channel and I was able to sit and watch. But your picking up of the camera and shaking it as you ran as it was a handicam, you're like, I'm coming. And you're like shaking your fucking Logitech. And I just like, I just died laughing. I almost pissed myself. I was like, I didn't see this the first time it happened because like, what? God, it was so good. You guys are just, you're great. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'll be right back, sorry. Yeah. <sighs> Reckon moment. Cord, let's start with you. Okay, <laughs> let me, okay. Uh, well, there are a lot of great Reckon moments. Um, the entire arc of not just the character of Reckon, but the uh, the relationship arc of Reckon and uh, Run was probably is one of my favorites, obviously, because I was I was experiencing it. But just uh, going from uh, this like murky, uh, confusing, what is the relationship here to solidifying it, and then potentially it could have been an evil one, or no, it's not. It is actually uh, a uh, just a. It's just the the uh, what's the word? It is just the. Uh, it is just the product of a loyal friend uh, and like this undying loyalty uh, and also playing a character that is undying uh, it was super awesome to just see both of those uh, reflect off of each other and to see all of the layers to resonate within the character of Reckon uh, and your masterful uh, portrayal of him was, was super, super cool to see and I'm honored to be a part of it. I already said mine because earlier I was confused, but you make me cry and I love you. It's a pleasure to actually get to be your friend in a game and, you know. Dan and I have known each other for so freaking long. It's crazy how our lives just keep going through each other. So it's really cool that we still get to, like, work together and do fun stuff, even though you make me cry. I know. I still got those those, uh, lie hot dogs. Oh, my God. (laughs) They'll survive the apocalypse. (laughs) Which is now. I think my favorite moment is run without eyes. I think. Yeah, that was insane. And, oh, then, God. Run, and that... then run just like playing along. <laughs> that was so uh, good. Was, yep. Yeah, that was so good. Mm. The prop work is amazing. Oh, God. Everybody's prop work in this show was, blew my mind. You guys, wasn't it you and Dan did the scarf trading? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That fucking, I was just jaw dropped. <laughs> that was beautiful. It was so good. So well done. So understated. Plenty, plenty of flasks passing. A yeah, of flasks. there was a lot of that too. Yes, a lot of flasks passing. Yeah. Yep. The scarf. Yep. yep, it was awesome. KPP, do you have one? I I just feel like I loved Mal, and I I just I loved Mal. I know he was only there for a fleeting moment, but just I don't know. I I've gotten the honor to like RP with you and you've GM'd me and I just gotten to play games with you. And I just feel like 
I don't know. I, there's something about Dan and I together that makes me feel safe and that anything can happen and that it's no matter what we do, it's going to be okay. Cause Dan's there. And, um, I have some of my favorite memories from the past few years. Just, I don't know. I'll search a dresser with you anytime, Dan. Aww. In and out of game. So I don't know. I'm just, you're just awesome. I don't know. I just, it's, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I am being emotionally destroyed right now. Zeke, <laughs> do you have a favorite wrecking moment? The, the scientist episode. You guys the... killed that episode. That was really difficult. Dude, like, <clears throat> wasn't it, wasn't it you that I asked to go, to go get her? Yeah. And no, I went off to get lunch. I, I was not even in that scene. I thought you were getting. I, I was getting her lunch, I, and and you had. I think you sent the other guy, if I remember right. Well, that made it almost worse and yeah. better at the same time. Yeah. Is because I don't think I was involved with it. Mm -mm, he left to go get us lunch. Yeah, because we were gonna have lunch together. I'm gonna cry again. But you were my like subordinate, right? Yeah. Yes. You had me go get uh, fuck a few times. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. We're going to talk about fuck next, right? Yeah. That's the ironic considering what John's doing right now. Yeah, okay. That was the subtle oh. joke. Will? What? Hopefully. Let me explain it to you, right? So basically. Yeah. Tell us why John's it's funny. in a two-hour marathon. No, that whole episode, that was that was yeah. a lot of fun. I, I, I mean... Any to echo what KPB said, there's there's a few people that I would do whatever scene with, and you're definitely one of those people that the give and take. Oh my god, I just remembered the the um was it? Oh god, it was a one shot. I don't know if it was Nocturne or Gone. I don't remember, but we mm. were. Doing similar characters but different. That was the D and D episode. Yeah, we that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That shit. We were both like, I think we were both gay. Yes. And we didn't tell each other that beforehand. Nope. Right. But he, like, he comes in and we start talking. I'm like, wait a minute, are we both gay? <laughs> but the play that we had with each other was so like, no pun intended, but was so good. The banter was so goddamn good. That's my favorite, for sure. 100% my favorite moment. Just like noticing that like we wore the same shirt, <laughs> but we wear it differently because our body types, like I got bigger, you know, titties and stuff and you like a slim. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's what I love. That was awesome. Anyway. No passing in that episode. We did in roll 20 made me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh my That's God! The right. no passing. That's right. We played so good together. Oh my God! Yes. Man, that was great. Who's next? Yeah. Is it Pumpkinberry's turn? No, God, no, please. I can't handle it. And also, I don't think we're done with Reckon. Did everybody oh. have a moment? No. I did. did okay. Hello. We did, right? 
Okay, Brad, do you want to give me that thing and I'll play it? Uh, okay. Is, what do you thing? need it now? I'll need it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cause I think you're next and then I will wrap up. Um, cause I, I have some stuff to say and then just final things to take us out and then, uh, but PB first. PB, no, please, you please. Are, I cannot uh, handle it. I cannot handle it. I, I won't be able to get through the rest of this. <laughs> right. Redhead. But. But what, what the chat wants that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, here's what. I, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll read what I yes. was going to read. Yes. And then. Okay. Uh, and then we'll all go after PB. Okay. How about that? Yeah. Okay. So. You want me to me do that now? Give me a second. Okay. Because this is not easy for me to do. Okay. And I've worked pretty hard on. Um, something. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, fuck. So those times where yes. you wonder, is Brad gonna make a big joke or is it gonna be Fucking, crazy serious? I was just uh, gonna say that. It's like, is he gonna yeah. is he gonna like show us something like he just wrote in crayon or something? Like, yeah, like are we gonna I get our so hearts hard punched on or are we gonna get throat punched? <laughs> it's really a. It is what it is. <laughs> it's going. You guys can't hear it, but stream can. Go on. It's just that I've brought my roast notes instead of my thank you notes and I need, listen to that, uh, let's let's see here okay so now the circle jerk is over so let's take aim okay <laughs> i had to fucking play a serious character this whole time okay i'm not doing it anymore <laughs> let's take aim first of all i'm gonna start with the people who aren't here and couldn't be bothered to commit to the show as much as the rest of us. <laughs> all right so Let's see. John Sandman played a failed musician who was addicted to drugs, which was probably really hard for him to roleplay <laughs> since he's never been addicted to drugs. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Elspeth is a professional voice actor, and after watching her for 33 weeks, now we know why. Okay. <laughs> Um, the fucking right. lab tracker, you're <laughs> kidding me. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's, it's, it's all right. It's okay. Um, so I got I got more. All right. So let's see who's next. KPP joined us as a histrionic, overly emotional woman whose technology is failing around her, and she played a character called Law. <laughs> it's not inaccurate. Um, all right. Okay. It's okay. I got more. Um, Classy Katie played a character that is 50% fish, which is totally different from Katie in real life, who is 100% annoying. <laughs> okay, no, moving on. All right, next next one. Mythomatic played a forgetful character. Oh <laughs> wow, that's, that's next level shit right there, dude. Okay, wow. No, all right, not that one. All right, next one. Reckon... Chose to uh, <laughs> chose to leave the group and stay behind at the end, which we're all really hoping PB does with Dan for our next show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> uh, Zeke 
played a character with multiple personalities. Each one had their own set of interesting and redeeming qualities, which is a true testament to his role-playing ability. <laughs> All right, next. Okay. Um, I'm told Classy Pax was in an episode at one point. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 no? All right. Um, Pumpkinberry. No. I've never seen a cast carry a show so hard that the GM was actively removed from play. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the last thing I'd like to say is that the story mirroring real life was incredible in that this entire thing was one big mistake. <laughs> um, all right, okay. All right. Beautifully done. Right. Beautifully done. Okay, you can cut the music. All right. Okay, I did, I did. Um, can I say one serious thing? Yes. Can I cover my cam for it? Yes. Okay, oh. thank you so much. I just need, I can't be seen. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All right. Do whatever okay. you want. Listen, I had to spend the entire campaign being serious, so thank you for letting me have that. Uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> um, I do want to say, though, that uh, I consider all of you to be fantastic role players and peers, and I genuinely consider myself to be like the least skilled role player here. And you all inspire me to bring my best because I don't want to let anybody down. And I know you all think I did a really good job as Blake, but I feel like you can thank yourselves and you can thank this entire cast chat for motivating me to raise myself up to your level. Because I just look around me and I just see all of these talented people and I just feel like I'm just, I shouldn't be here. I said no at the beginning because people was like, be in this with all these people. And I was like, I cannot share a screen with these people. They're so good. I can't do the things that they do. I can't go to the levels that you guys can get to either in skill or like the way that CK is able to weaponize um, the uh, emotions that she feels and the way that KPP can do it, the way that you guys are just unbelievably good at this is insane to me and i feel like what you did was you inspired me and you motivated me to really bring my best and try my best and that's kind of hard for me to do i don't like doing that uh i'm not a very passionate person i'm scared to do it and and the fact that you guys can can draw that out of me um and the fact that you think that i did a good job um i feel like i owe you thanks for it really i've loved the entire show i've loved watching it and uh, I've loved being in the scenes with you. And that includes PB, who continues to be the most unique GM I have ever had the pleasure of witnessing and now had the pleasure of playing it in her campaign. And PB, I'm so proud of you and this campaign. Um, and she has this like special X factor that she applies to these shows and it's just no one can replicate it whatever she does will be the only thing you'll ever see like it i can't wait to see what you do next i know that everyone here is going to be in it um and uh i'm really looking forward to seeing what everybody does and it's one of the best casts i've ever seen chemistry and synergy and teamwork was just unreal and I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I'm so grateful to have met everybody here and to have been able to role play alongside you. And you've inspired me and you've made me feel like a, a better person. And I'm trying to, and I try. And uh, 
and that's it's special to me so even if you use a memrec i'm i i'm not going to forget it i'll never forget it so thank you so much for like letting me be me and uh i appreciate you all i have thank you brad all of that thank you bradley wait what? i also have something Oh, okay. Go because ahead. Go ahead. I was talking a lot about characters this whole time, um, but I really, um, this entire time, uh, every episode, um, especially towards the end of it all, um, I was feeling super, and of course in the beginning as well, I mean, the, the first episode of having to be on with all these amazing people and to not be, and to never uh, really interact or role play with a, a good chunk of these people before, um, uh, and some of these, just these these greats, uh, has been just it's been just nothing but an entire uh like feeling of just like i feel like a mouse amongst giants uh when i'm here uh and role playing with all of you i've been uh really quiet and shy throughout this whole thing and that's because i've just been just been sucked in imposter syndrome uh and just as time goes on and as we've been uh, growing to play with each other and 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 learn more about each other and uh, 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 I guess expose uh, I guess that's not really a great frame of uh, context here, but um, when we uh, when we expose the raw parts of ourselves to one another in telling story the the greatest way of uh, the greatest social dialogue that ever can be uh, and one that I am very passionate about. Uh, just it re means so much to me that I was able to do and to play in the medium that I love uh, and to learn from all of you and to learn who you all are and to call you all friends of mine. And uh, it's taking a lot for me to just get through this, but uh, you all mean so much to me uh, and you are all inspirations, all an inspiration to me. Uh, and when it comes to my channel and production and to uh, professionalism and everything like that, and it just, it really does mean a lot um, to just be here. So thank you all for, for everything i truly mean that and now say something nice about pb no i'm going now i'm gonna to... i'm gonna say my thing now <laughs> or i won't be able to make it out of here okay so uh just a couple of things i have to tell you guys before we uh wrap up today uh first thing is uh jesus the um <laughs> <laughs> different meeting pb the creator of Nibiru is putting uh, a creature in the new supplement with thanks to the Table Story community. Um, yes. And it is, I'm, I'm going to share just a little bit of the blurb with you guys. It's a bacteria-like organism that saps memories. Like a lot of Nibiru life forms, its name and shape resembles something like an earthborn species. So I'm going with forget-me-nots. It's a flowery growth that will grow along the spine, and it normally wouldn't affect humans, but given the condition of the vagabond mind, it's easy to affect player characters. So the forget-me-nots will be in the, the next supplement with a dedication to um, the show and Table Story, and I think that's amazing, and that was created by the community. We got together and we did that. Um, second thing is Peachy's second album that you guys have been begging for for the music dropped today. You can find it on, um, you can find it on Spotify and Apple, all those things. Um, the next thing I wanted to mention was 
the community got together and shared some of their own personal memories after the Dex Ollied episode. And I was so touched by that. Um, we weren't able to put them each individually into the show, but I would like to let you know, I will be narrating those individual memories and releasing them as a special uh, thing after Gone is over. So thank you for, for those. Um, thank you everyone for loving this show. Thank you for every theory, fan art, fan music, and every time you shared our show. Trivian Seagull, thank you for the amazing octahedron music box gift for the cast. Ricardo, whose remixes ended up being a break staple, thank you so much. Lucifer and Murgles for the art in the show, and Murgles, my bestie, for writing that beautiful intro dialogue that I used in the trailer, and I gave her a very weird prompt, and she just ran with it, and it was amazing. And for both forgiving me for, at times, asking her opinion, and at other times, refusing to spoil her, so... Peachy, who did so much more than make music for this show. Thank you for all the little details for putting up with my crazy metaphor and hidden tidbits I wanted to put in the show. Thank you for the last minute sound engineering. Thank you for your part in making this show beautiful. Zeke. When Zeke and I talked about Maury's departure, it was an hour-long conversation about philosophy. We barely even spoke about the show, and the moment he departed on the show was actually impromptu. We weren't really expecting it for another week or two. But when it happened, it was perfect. Your commitment and understanding to me and my direction in an unspoken way has helped me in ways I cannot put into words. It is an honor to GM for you. Pax. Very few people have the ability to make a character so memorable within the first five minutes of meeting them. I said this already, but I still share the opening of episode five to nearly everyone who comes into my chat. Thank you for giving me 110% of yourself during your short time with us. CK, there's a level of energy that you always bring to your characters, a beast mode, if you would. You're unafraid to go to dark places and moments, but you always do it with such grace and, dare I say, class. I know, I know I can count on you to go to those dark places. Myth. I fell in love with Run. What started as maybe a simple classic villain quickly became a tragic hero, and your portrayal made him so human. He really spoke to me in a lot of ways that I wasn't expecting, and you were a role player on my Dream to GM 4 bucket list. So thank you for the courage and the nuance that you brought to Run. All right. Dan, our very first show together, you surprised me by turning my character, who was a robot, into a fleshy human. It made her arc take a new direction, one I couldn't have planned for and was incredibly grateful for. Midway through the show, I realized I might be able to do the same thing for you. <coughs> you played a very difficult character in this show, and I admire the hell out of you. I'm honored to have you at my table. KPP, you never give less than your best for the show. I've watched you grow through Nocturne and now Gone, and it's been a pleasure. You give yourself and your vulnerability to every scene you're in, and you go above and beyond to lift up the other players in the room. When the light is on you, you steal the show. I admire your RP skills so much, I begged Brad multiple times to put me on dying order just for a chance to play with you. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, Bradley. You said no to me no less than three times to be on this show. Thank you for finally saying yes. <laughs> your dedication and commitment to your characters is unlike anyone else. You know them in and out in ways very few do. And you're one of the best role players I know. You handle Blake and my show with such care and love. You're one of my best friends and it was an honor to GM for you. Speth, I know these two aren't here, but I gotta do it. Speth is another one of my bucket list players. Her moment, your moment, your revelation as both Speth and Autumn will remain in my heart for the rest of my life. When I wrote the show, I said, oh man, it would be cool if... But then I said, that probably won't happen, but you did it. Your soft and tender autumn is someone I admire, as are you. John, I knew I wanted to GM for you when you were in Darkfire, but you blew me away during Gone. I think I speak for the entire audience when I say that we all felt what Dex felt. Your authentic and vulnerable portrayal of him brought so much to the show, and I'm so grateful that you said yes. And to each and every one of you, I set out to do something incredibly ambitious, and it wouldn't have been possible without each of you. I'm very proud of what we've done here, and I don't think it's too bold to say we helped some people with this show. This show will forever be a golden artifact for me. It is an honor to GM for you, but I hope you all know it is my dream to one day play alongside you. That's it. And I think we should probably wrap up now. <laughs> we all just unanimously agree that PB is a god. <laughs> <laughs> and I would I would skip some a family member's funeral if anyone was alive to <laughs> RP with her. Like My only thing is I, my hard and fast rule is if uh PB asked me to RP something, I say yes. Uh, yep. Yep. But I love when PB hits me up with, mm -hmm. oh, do you have time for this? And I'm like, bitch. Let me just clear my desk. Let me just make time. Hold yeah. on. Throws poodle out the window. Ready. Thank Honestly, you. Honestly, it's. Sorry, I couldn't look at you while I was reading that, but I probably would have had a total meltdown. But I just thank you guys for. Thank you guys for bringing 110% and just being amazing. And my cat is meowing because he thinks I'm having a fucking heart attack. <laughs> well, shall we? Just, just think, PB. Yeah. You know how those you you were talking about your bucket list and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. After these two shows that you've done, I bet, I bet you're on a lot of people's bucket list. Oh my god. <laughs> Round of applause for PB before mm. we leave and being an amazing Thanks. just everything. Friends. Thank you for watching Gone. And um I'll be back next week with Peachy for music and GM roundtable bit. Okay. I love you all very, very, very much. I'm gonna take us out now with the end screen because I have nothing else to do, so I'm doing it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>